With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy la duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, week 16 in the National Football League. Merry Christmas to all and to all. Let's watch ball. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. And as we look up, let's count them up right now. Kicking off in the NFL. Not we got two, one, not two, three, three not four, four five, not five, six, not six, seven, eight. Not seven. That's right. No, nine. Nine football games kicking off as we speak. And, Coach, a lot of them are big. You came in today with a little hip-hop oh, in the man. step. You said, I'm let's go. fired up, ready to go. <laughs> Christmas coming early right Ooh, here. Oh, man, Woo! there's some real good stuff. And among the games kicking off right now – uh, two teams that uh, I'd say you know a thing or two about. One of them is the Buffalo Bills. Yep. The other one is the New England Patriots. They're going to kick off, and you just pointed out, uh, boy, I'm sure the Bills have a couple of Christmas wishes they would like to send Rob Gronkowski today after what happened a few weeks ago. Hey, Boston! If you were coordinating this Bills defense, and they're about to go out there and play, and we're watching the highlight of the exact play we're talking about from a few weeks ago, uh, where he spears uh, 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 the the Bills player in the head and gets suspended for a game. Many thought it should have been more. What are you telling your guys? I got to figure there's there's two thoughts. Either you know, hey, we're gonna go we're gonna go show them what's up, but you also have to keep control now. So what do you do? Right. I th- I think this. I think you know Tre'Davious White. I mean, this is a candidate for Rookie of the Year. He's been fantastic at corner for the Bills. But that's that's a cheap shot. It was clearly of, out of frustration. Gronkowski cheap shots of goes with that uh, elbow uh, to the back of the head, and and this is the National Football League. These these are the the uh, ultimate warriors. Trust me, I don't think as a D coordinator you would have to tell them anything. I think your players are going to tell you what they're going to do, <laughs> and they're going to 
they're definitely going to go after this guy. And you know, you can, you know what's going to happen. They don't want to obviously affect the team with some stupid penalties uh, because you know this is a must-win game for both teams. And uh, I'm just you just know what's going to happen. It, that's the way it is. It's the uh, nature of the beast. All right, already something to pass along. And this is uh, the dangerous kind of thing we're talking about in a week like it. this. You just said. I it. just said earlier before the show started. I said, look, the Chargers are at the Jets today. They need this game. The Jets are free and easy because they couldn't give a rip what the hell happens in this football game. So what do they do? Opening kickoff, onside kick, and they get it. Yikes. And the Jets have the ball at midfield to start yeah, the game. You called it. And, you know, the only thing I was saying is, look, I don't see this as a trap game because Petty's the quarterback. <laughs> but, but you're right. Look, they're pulling out all stops. They're at home. You know that crazy uh, Jet fans are going crazy. They had to love that first play. Uh, you know, and and to get the onside kick, you talk about momentum. Mm. Here you get off the bus. It's it's like, you know, so early in the morning. That's right for the Chargers, and now they hit this place. Like, oh man, they're playing. You know, catch up right now. Well, so let's we'll see what happens. They, I mean, this is what the Chargers are facing. Okay, it's it's below forty degrees out there, or around forty degrees. Melvin Ingram is already limping over That's on the sideline. Let's side. add that in there. They're going from west to east. And maybe most importantly of all, the reason I think they, they lost a bunch of players against Kansas City last week, no Denzel Perryman, no Hunter Henry, uh, Austin Eckler's only going to be a special teamer, all of these things. But maybe most importantly of all, when you're on a roll in life, no matter what it is you're doing, when it stops, I think you have a mental hurdle of like, okay, what just happened? How do we get our mojo back? And that's what the Chargers are facing today. I'm not calling a loss, but I think this is going to be a hard game for them. No, I mean, you said it, and I was thinking, well, I don't I don't necessarily agree with it because, <laughs> look, the Jets are playing with that backup quarterback. They, they looked terrible on offense last week against the Saints. But you're right. I mean, look, they have nothing to stay, you know, play for. Here's a touchdown a to touchdown the Jets. On the, very, right on the, the second bat, play. I mean, now, there's, hey. a, there's a flag down, but Robbie Anderson has it in the end zone. We'll see what the call uh, is. They're going to call for offensive pass interference, and it was two guys battling for the ball. That'd be a huge break for the Chargers if they get it. Uh, and that is exactly oh, what man. it is. Casey Hayward was on the coverage there. And he's a great corner, he pro is. bowl corner. But, you know, he's clearly getting shoved in the back, so it is a good call. Yep, yep, he got the shove in the back. That's the, Usually that call, you could call it a lot of times, but – it's when the ref sees those two hands of the receiver get extended in a shove right before the catch, um, and that's what we saw there, and that was good coverage by Casey Hayward, yeah, and, and I think a good call. Oh, yeah, and, and he fell down too, so you got to call that. Um, How about the uh, Bills go three and out against, uh, you know, had the Patriots go three and out? Uh, yeah, exactly. That, uh, Tom Brady, a lot of discussion about him this week that we will get to for sure. Also, Saints-Falcons, this is a monstrous game in the NFC. The Falcons uh, look to be in wonderful position for a wild card berth. However, their final two games this year are against the Saints and the Panthers. So they've got a really difficult thing coming as far as the schedule is concerned. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about their chances in New Orleans today? Well, I tell you what, uh, Matt Ryan's been 50% completion over the last three weeks, which isn't good. But with this one, this is a must-win. I have a feeling it might be one of those track meet games where it's going to be high scoring. But uh, the Saints have to win it because, you know, shoot, they, you know, they've had such a great season. And to think, you know, man, it's still, it still hasn't been determined that they win the uh, 
the division yep. yet. So uh, they need to take care of business here. Don't rely on the last week against Tampa Bay to win the game. Dolphins and Chiefs are underway in Kansas City. The Chiefs win the division if they can win this one, and they just got a fumble uh, from Jarvis Landry, recovered by Marcus Peters. Who that's like now his fourth turnover in the last five quarters. Um, he's come off that oh, suspension man. and just looked great. <laughs> Picked off Rivers twice, stripped a fumble last week. Uh, this time he does a nice little toe tap. Watch this as Landry uh, gets hit once by his teammate, once by a Chiefs player. Ball goes up in the air. Watch Peters control this ball, coach, and do the toe tap on the sideline like a receiver, uh, and the Chiefs are going to have good field position to start their day. Yeah, no, he, he's an amazing football player. He studies tape. He loves it. He's He's, uh, you know, outgoing kid. He he does some things on the field that probably, you know, people don't like. But <laughs> right. at the end of the day, he's got to be one of the best corners, if not the best corner in football. Yeah, absolutely. Having an, uh, a very interesting year for sure. So we're going to see the Chiefs offense in a moment. Uh, the Jets offense. There goes Bryce Petty getting sacked by the Chargers defense. Yeah, so that's going to be a long up, day for him. Yeah, third and very long. So not surprising. The Chargers defense is holding up their end of the bargain after that onside kick. Interesting story that broke this morning, and I want your thoughts on this, Coach. I didn't know about this. Apparently, you can't put a player on IR, designated to return, and then have that player return, and then stick him back on IR unless he suffers a new injury that would be an at least a six-week injury. Therefore, if you break that rule... NFL rules stipulate you must then release the player. Right. What, what player fits the scenario <laughs> we just laid out? His name is Aaron Rodgers. Right. Could you imagine? <laughs> Look, hey, this is worse than any catch that's not a catch. That you know, hey, there's it's the letter of the law. Right. Well, you better not follow the letter of the law here, or Green Bay fans will visit the office in New York City. Trust <laughs> Can me. You I mean, but you know, think of that. Sure. Could, Relax. That'd be crazy. It's not going to happen. The the Packers will right, find no a doctor. Way. They'll pay oh, him a million absolutely. dollars to come up with a new knee strain or something. Right. But this is uh, there are teams that have been calling the league offices the moment Rodgers hey. went back on IR and said, "Hey, wait a minute, they've got to release him. This is illegal." Right. I mean, look. And who wouldn't want to pick Aaron Rodgers? Well, I, think the <laughs> one, I, I think even I mean the the, the Patriots even would. Like oh, there's, I promise there's you. not a team in the NFL that wouldn't be in line to pick no, up Aaron Rodgers. I promise you that. So yeah, just crazy. But look, they follow the letter of the law on the trade that cost uh, the Browns AJ McCarron. They follow the letter of the law on every single catch that's not a catch that cost the the Steelers a, a victory just recently, and and uh, you know the fumble out of bounds for Carr. Well, why not follow letter if it's if it's down there? Hey, now he's a free agent. I mean, you know, but it just that would be crazy though. That that would ruin football. I think. Uh, yes, it would. I don't think in the as as interesting as it is, I don't yeah, think anybody would actually football. wants. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers to get released. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do it. Uh, week 16, National Football League. Lots of stuff underway. By the way, nobody has scored yet. You know, we talked about this, and I know it's only 10 minutes in, but usually by the by the end of our kind of opening stanza, somebody's on the board. And uh, I know a lot of people who have been looking at, say, a Tom Brady or even some other guys say, oh, look, uh, you can tell by the end of the year uh, there is a little bit of a drop-off. Like he, his body can't hold up the whole time anymore. And I, I always thought to myself, wait a minute, we're, we're forgetting a very big part of the conversation. Uh, many of these games are being played in sub-40-degree weather. 
You saw it last night with the Packers and the Vikings. It was nine degrees. Uh, you're just not going to have a lot of offense uh, come Christmas time. That's just the way but, it is when we're yeah, outside. Yeah, on those outside games, absolutely. And and uh, you know, and the wind is such a huge factor. But you know, last year, shoot, I was in Buffalo and every game was perfect. Like, what? Where right. is the bad weather? Like, <laughs> the bad weather absolutely like- <laughs> kills. And it's not just rain or snow; it's the wind. When you get a heavy wind, that's the thing that offenses can't handle. Yep. Nice run for Kareem Hunt, and the Chiefs are going to visit the red zone on this opening drive after that fumble. Uh, So they've got the ball now just inside the 20-yard line with their third first down already on this drive against the Dolphins. And again, the Chiefs win. They win the AFC West. So uh, we're glad you're with us. We're wishing you a happy holidays. If you're running around today doing all those last-minute errands and you want to know what's going on in the NFL This is your spot with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. All right, happy holidays to all. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Coach Rob Ryan, Mark Willard. All right. The first touchdown of the day was just scored. It took almost 20 minutes for anyone to get a touchdown. Unbelievable. And it Yay. belongs to a guy who scored four of them last week, Todd Gurley. You feeling his MVP candidacy? I tell you what, he, he might get that because he's, uh, he's, he's been everything to that team. And what a, what a year to bounce back after the year he had and the dismal season that the team had. Uh, he represents that whole team, how the success is. I mean, it's been fantastic. What's your take on Jeff Fisher coming out this week and being like, yeah, I, I left the cupboard totally full. Uh, I set that team up for what they're doing now. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's trying to become hireable again. Uh, but what's your take on those comments? Well, I mean, hey, every, every coach that's out, believe me, they want to get back in. And, and I'm I want to get back in. Shoot, I, I'm sure my brother wants to get back in. Yep. Jeff Fisher, I mean, you know, he's going to make his – I don't think he's going to bring out the fact that their offense was anemic at all-time worse, but, you know, and, you know, but he's going to bring out the good things because some of those players – now, a lot of those players are new. <laughs> you That's know, right. It's a whole new receiving whole new core. Receiving the receiving core, core is all new. Right, and the quarterback never really played last right. year. So, right. uh, you know, but I, I get it. I mean, you know, hey – He's been he's been a, uh, a coach in the league for a long time, and he was smart enough to hire me once. So uh, <laughs> hey, I like him <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so the Rams are on the board six nothing at Tennessee. Extra point pending, um, and that Tennessee game is big for a lot of teams in the AFC. Bills, Chargers included. All the teams that are uh, uh, still hoping for that last wild card spot with the Ravens winning yesterday. Uh, if they simply win against the Bengals at home next week. The Ravens lock in the five seed in the AFC, that last six seed. Uh, there are technically still five teams alive for it, although I don't call the Dolphins and Raiders all that alive. Mathematically, they are, um, but it should be Titans, Chargers, or Bills that ends up with that spot. Field goal for the Saints, they're up 3 nothing. Field goal for Carolina. Field goal for Kansas City. Field goal for Buffalo. So those teams have all taken 3 nothing leads. Uh, we saw this early today, Coach, and I wonder how you'd handle it if you were still in uh, you know, front office rooms, executive rooms, getting ready for a draft. Um, the word is Josh Rosen, UCLA's quarterback, one, is not going to play in his bowl game on Tuesday. That's already been reported, which to me signifies he's already declared for the draft. No question <laughs> about it. Yet he has not declared for the draft, and the story that's come out today is he may not declare for the draft if the Browns 
state that they want him. So we saw this story, it, you know, batted around a couple of months ago with regard to Sam Darnold. I get it. These are two L.A. quarterbacks, warm weather guys. They don't want to go to Cleveland. Cleveland's organization has shown uh, is a terrible landing spot for a quarterback. Um, however, they're probably going to take one of those guys. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to hide back in school? Well, How would you handle this if you well, were Dorsey I, and the Browns? I tell you what. Uh, I mean, John Elway, the only thing, uh, Steinberg's probably not involved Remember Elway came out and had all those problems. Now he's going to play baseball for the Yankees. Uh, anything but but go to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, bottom line is, look, Cleveland is an unbelievable sports town. I mean, fantastic. It was pretty good for Bernie Kosar, who's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, look, they need a, a franchise guy and a guy that's got confidence. And both those two quarterbacks you're mentioning could go there and they'll end up loving Cleveland. I mean, you know, right now it's all, oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to do this. And the <laughs> bottom line is, look, they've been stockpiling players. They've got players. They actually have an offensive line, and they've got skilled players. Even my son brought this up to me that could flat out run. That's true. You know, so it's a good place. Don't let the bad record. Look, you're going to have a new coach there. I mean, come on. So they're going to a new coach. they got a new GM. It, it's a fresh start. Go in, and, and if you're that good, lead a team. I mean, you know. I, th- I think it's just all uh, smoke and mirrors. Now, look, Elway did get his wish. He got traded. Eli Manning pulled this Eli off, Manning too. Didn't want to go to the family. Chargers. Right. Ended and up they with the pulled Giants. it off. You know, so, hey, it's been done before. But, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I disagree with it. Uh, okay. Uh, by the way, I want to pass along uh, that the extra point for the Rams, no good. And remember, they've got uh, a new kicker yeah. in there. They've got Not this a good guy, start for yeah, that kid. Yeah, this guy Ficken is now their kicker. Who? Uh, be, yeah, I don't know. Somebody named Ficken. Greg Zerline. May not have to know him after yeah. this week. I mean, <laughs> on, come on. You can't miss an extra point on no, your first I mean, kick. I mean, the, the Kansas City kid, though, missed his first kick. He Remember did. Him? And, and he's been fantastic. He's been great. In fact, they ended up releasing uh, Cairo Santos and let Butker now be the kicker. But uh, I tell you what, these L.A. teams, uh, both of them, they just sign a new kicker every week. It's just like, how about you? You come on hey, in here and try. We had the same thing with a kick sitter, one of them long snappers, and uh, on a ru- on a run when I was with the Patriots to win our our first Super Bowl, and I mean, we never made a field goal, never made a field goal. Couldn't get the snap off for two weeks going into that Super Bowl. We couldn't get it done. It's like, oh my God, if we ever if it comes down to a kick, and then the guy was money in the in the game, which was a shock to everybody. Right. You know, but because I mean, it was like, is this guy really going to be snapping for us? But he ended up coming through. So Patriots have moved into the red zone. How about this? Mike Gillisley just carried the ball inside the twenty. Remember him? He had like fourteen touchdowns Who? on the opening uh, night, and right. then they never saw him again. It's like I've never seen a better example of somebody getting Belichicked than what's happened to Mike Gillisley this year as, well, as a Patriots. And it's Deion Lewis is playing, right, but, right. but hey, watch this kid respond, though. Right. When he gets back in the game, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm doing this. For, I'm finally getting the chance. And it'll be running through his old teammates. So uh, I expect a big game for Gillisley if they ever put him in. All right, Dolphins into the red zone. Here's Gronk with a red zone catch. That's a first down down to the uh, 11-yard line. So uh, first and 10 at the 11 for the Patriots coming up. They trail uh, three to nothing. The Dolphins on the doorstep of the red zone, but just committed a holding penalty. That'll knock them back a little bit. Tampa Bay has answered the Carolina field goal. That's now a 3-3 game. Getting back to the Josh Rosen conversation. 
if you are John Dorsey, how do you deal with this? Rose and Darnold, no one wants to come there. Do you just ignore it and draft your guy? What do you do? Well, I think they're going to have to do that, but I think, you know, look, they're going to work them out. They're going to have individual meetings with them. They've got to sell their program. And, you know, hell, I mean, the kid's been recruited before, so maybe you have to do a little recruiting because the bottom line is they have stockpiled players there. They've got a great offensive line. they got skilled players. They have the, one of the best towns ever for football. I mean, Cleveland is an unbelievable place for football. So, And their fans deserve a quarterback. Do you, do you take into account, I wonder, what is your experience with Southern California or Florida warm weather guys that suddenly have to go play in the AFC or NFC North you know, you look at the guys who have succeeded. Well, Brady's decent. Yeah, Brady's. Aaron Rodgers is a Cal kid. Yeah, those and, guys and aren't went bad. To the Green Bay, but you look at that division, right? Flacco, Roethlisberger, Colin talks about this all the time. Big guys, Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold. Do they do, do they have to fit that mold? Like, what? what how would you factor that? I think, in? I think they got to love football. For number one, they got to be you know the face of the franchise. So they got to love football. They got to be you know the right kind of guys. And then the, the biggest question, the Browns actually have to draft them. <laughs> you know, instead of passing by Carson Wentz <laughs> and Deshaun Watson, see right. you later. But no, <laughs> draft one of them. Right. What are you doing? Draft somebody. You um, know. Yeah. How but about- I, I just think, I think, that, look, it's early in the process. Whoever their agent is, they got to talk to them and get this thing done right because, uh, you know, hell, the, Cleveland's, Cleveland needs a good quarterback, and that's probably all they need to have a successful team. You know, it's interesting you bring up the agent because when I see a story like this, to me, I'm like, that's where that's coming from. That's probably not Josh Rosen. Maybe it is, but to me, when a story like that comes out on Christmas Eve, uh, you know, they haven't even played their bowl game. These NFL teams aren't even thinking about next year yet. Uh, they got to you know play their games. Um, it, 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 it seems to me that's an agent saying, Hey, let's, let's dip our toe in the water here and, and see what happens. Yeah, maybe it is. I mean, you know, here's the thing though, you get an agent there, everything's slotted right now. You know, what you should do is get a guy that cares about their, you know, the, the players that shows that it's demonstrated success like that. And that looks out for you. And, and, you know, uh, cause whoever's giving a bad about, Oh, you're not going to go to Cleveland. You're not that that doesn't make sense to me, but hey, look, it has worked in John Elway, it has worked at Eli Manning, but all the guys that stayed where they got drafted end up being great, you know, career moves for them. I mean, uh, shoot, it's worked out for more people than it hasn't. All right, second and seven for the Patriots at the eight yard line of the Bills. So we'll take a look at a couple of plays here. Um, also, uh, looking around the league, can pass a lot. The Dolphins have evened things up with the Chiefs with a field goal drive. So that's a 3-3 tie now. Uh, this is going to be Brady under center and uh, is going to hand off on a wide receiver end around uh, that's going to get down to about the three-yard line. Was that Amendola? Who was that? No, that was number 47. I don't even know who that is. That's, that's <laughs> classic Patriots. They're like, hey, right. you. That's the second kinda, time this kid's had there. the ball. I don't even know who he is <laughs> either. <laughs> number 47, he's a guy. Number one uh, in your play, man, yep. your, in your heart. Yeah, yeah so uh, off it's to the uh, the three-yard line he goes, and uh, the uh, 
Patriots will have third and short coming up. Saints have the ball back. The Falcons did something That's interesting. That's Hollister. Hollister. That's okay, the sure. They had a great preseason. Yeah. They must have brought him back. All right, third and two. Brady throws. Overthrows. Overthrow. Bad throw. Yep, threw it right over Gronkowski's head. Incomplete. Fourth and two coming up and a field goal try on the way. The Falcons a second ago just went for it on fourth and one in their own territory. They Yikes. got it. But a penalty negated it, uh, then they kicked. But even just the decision, it's the first quarter. You're down 3 nothing in your own territory. They're going for it on fourth down. How do you feel about that? Uh, that's not good. That's a little, uh, that's a little too I, I was with Lane Kiffin, and we went for a fourth down more so than we punted. <laughs> and as a defensive coach, you're like, what the hell are we doing? Well, Lane thinks he can get but, 15 oh yards on every God. play, right? Yeah, but he's wrong. and. <laughs> Okay. And that, that gave me all this gray hair. Okay. All right. Well, it looks good on you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, Mark, Thank you. Mark Slayer is going to join us in a second. David Gascon is going to join us right now. He's got more on all these games. Dave, good morning. Man, good morning to both of you gentlemen. Hope all's well. Perfect over here, man. Good, good, good. Well, we got a bunch of field goals today. We got two touchdowns so far. Quick snap on second goal from the three. Right side throw. Gurley at the goal line. Touchdown, L.A. And with that touchdown throw, Jared Goff has the most scoring tosses by a Rams quarterback since Kurt Warner with 35 in 2011. Man, way back, right? Jeez. Rams leading Tennessee 6 to nothing. Rashad Matthews was the Nintendo wide receiver. Marcus Mariota, who was picked off. The Rams went right down the field and scored. Jared Goff so far in the ballgame, 7 of 10, 99 yards in that one score. Saints with a field goal lead 3-0 over Atlanta. Chiefs and Dolphins tied at three apiece. Chicago, they get a TD from Jordan Howard from two yards out. They lead six to nothing with a PAT pending. Buccaneers and Panthers three up. Lions and Bengals are scoreless. Patriots just kicked a field goal. Goskowski from 21 yards out. It's three up in that affair. Jets and Chargers are scoreless. And Denver obviously just kicked a field goal as well. They lead in the nation's capital three zip. Gentlemen. All right, Dave, great stuff. Love has an army. You can join the fight. Help the Salvation Army fight for those in need all over our community this Christmas by going to foxsportsradio.com. Click the red kettle icon to donate or call 1-833-SAL-JOIN. That's S-A-L-J-O-I-N. Ingram and Kamara are doing their thing, again, against Atlanta this time. It's 3 nothing for the Saints, but they've been moving the chains with regularity. Um, I heard some people start to toss around the idea and this is just obviously in a single season type of a discussion, not in a global, you know, for uh, every year for a career type sense. But they said this season, Ingram and Kamara, that is the best running back tandem season ever, ever in the history of the National Football League. What do you think of that statement? Wow. I mean, that, that's quite a statement. Remember, uh, I remember the Dolphins had a tandem, and, and the they Bears did. had Roland Harper and, and Walter Payton. They were fantastic. But, I mean, really, these guys both are, are tremendous, and they changed the game. Uh, Ingram, between the tackles, is having a great year. Both of them run the screen pass really well, but that Kamara is such a game changer, whatever he does, running the ball, receiving the ball. I mean, this kid's been fantastic. So, really a great job by uh, – you know, by – that whole organization of identifying Kamara and then drafting him. Yeah, my gosh. I mean, he wasn't even – he's the Tom Brady of running backs. He like, is. He wasn't even a starter Which is at Tennessee. Ridiculous. And look what he's like, doing in the – I mean, if there's any – look, uh, Butch Jones has long been fired by now, but the worst thing that happened during his oh tenure is he didn't use Alvin Kamara no. like this. Maybe he'd still be there on Rocky Top. Right. But 
I mean, I, I don't get so it. That's, that's the craziest thing ever. Um, all right. Uh, we're watching a nice first down conversion from Alex Smith to Travis Kelsey moments ago. Uh, still in their own territory are the Chiefs against the Dolphins. Previous play, uh, Kelsey had had a really bad uh, drop, actually, of an Alex Smith play. And Kelsey's had a little bit of a problem with that this year. Yeah, um, it's strange. I mean, he has dropped a few balls, but... Man, is he an elite receiver. He gets open better than any tight end in football, I think. Yeah, he does, and he's definitely where Alex Smith looks first uh, when he comes to those third downs, and it was a third down in nine moments ago, and they were able to convert there. Uh, Saints drive stalls after a sack of Drew Brees, uh, so they're going to be kicking it away. The Falcons will get this one back, again, trailing three to nothing. Uh, Ball batted down on third down in New York, so the Chargers are going to stop the Jets' latest drive. And uh, they'll get the ball back. But this one has been a punt fest so far, back and forth. Uh, you know, to your point, Bryce Petty doesn't scare you. No. To my point, the Chargers offense is looking like it is trying to find its mojo again. Yeah, no, it, it looks out of sync. And, and as great as it had looked for weeks and weeks, you know, just to have one, one really bad half. Because uh, they were still moving the ball early they, in the they game. Took so, the, they took the lead right. in the third quarter So they, they just had a bad half of ball, but it looks like it's coming back. And, and you got to credit the Jets' defense. They looked really good against a tough New Orleans offense yep. last week for three quarters of the game. So uh, uh, there's no easy task, but it's definitely a must-win for the L.A. Chargers. Okay, fascinating play right now in Kansas City. On a third and five, Alex Smith scrambles, completes a six-yard pass with somebody draped on his back, flag in the backfield, though, as well. Not sure if this is going to be a hold, uh, but you're also going to potentially have a horse-collar tackle uh, on Alex Smith. They called the holding. They didn't call the horse-collar. Coach, isn't that a horse-collar on the quarterback? Isn't that what looks, that is? Looks a little bit like it, but uh, you know that's Sue. So uh, you know Sue used to get every close call they call against him. Watch where his hand is. That's yeah, a horse collar, sure and it's a quarterback like it. horse collar. Hey, yeah, I mean usually he's getting away with it. I don't know how. Seventeen flags usually would come in. The officials are hyper and especially to that. on him. Yeah, you and, know. And, so yeah. it's just, uh, I guess he. I don't know. It looked like he pulled him back. Yep. Interesting call, uh, but it goes as a hold against Kansas City. Andy Reid's got bitter beer face. It's third and 15 coming up for the Chiefs. That's the end of the first quarter, so we'll have that play uh, coming up for you in just a moment. Bills have the ball back after the Patriots do put three on the board to even that one up. Uh, but same thing in this game. You know, like it's uh, – uh, here, and here's oh, a long man. pass from Tyrod Taylor's going to flip the field into Patriots territory. Um, th- this is an interesting game. Uh, it's in New England. Everyone's expecting this to be the day the Bills' wild card hopes go away. The Patriots continue to hold down the fort for the top seed in the AFC, and this one already has that kind of vibe of like this is going to be a slog and a tough one today for New England. I tell you what, the uh, both teams are moving up and down the field. Uh, really bad eyes on Malcolm Butler. He got caught on a double move on an over route. You know, he thought was an over route. He looks back to Tyrod, and then the guy goes to the corner, and he's wide open, a kid named Thompson. So this Bill offense looks good. I know he only got three points, but they are moving up and down the field on New England. Detroit with a touchdown in Cincinnati today. Matt Stafford hits Eric Ebron for a touchdown, and with 4.09 to go in the first quarter, the Lions lead at Cincinnati 7 to nothing. A thought on both of these teams. Detroit – 
uh, quietly still very much in the playoff picture in the NFC, and nobody talks about him. Right, and that soft schedule at the right. end, they just pile it up wins as no one's talking about him. That uh, you know, so they're in the driver's seat. They look good. The only thing is, you know, if uh, you know if they get in a couple tiebreaker situations, they're not going to win those. Well, Atlanta's got really hard. They're eight and six. They've got really hard games left. Seattle plays right. Dallas today, so one of them is going to win, but one of them is going to lose. That'll knock them back. Green Bay's not in the picture anymore. Detroit is still very much alive. Now, on the other side of the ball in that game, based on what we've seen the last few weeks, remember when Cincinnati had Pittsburgh? Right. They had them. Oh, yeah, had them. And then they let it go in the fourth quarter, which is an annual birthright for the Bengals. Right. They have not looked the same since. They, for me, in the NFL this year, that's the team that most looks like they've given up here in the last couple of weeks. Right. They got off to that terrible start. Then they had a little you know, juice back, but they lost to the rivals at a game they should have won, like you say. But, yeah, I think they have definitely looks like they've checked it in, which is huge because Baltimore plays Cincinnati last game of the year, and that could push Baltimore into the playoffs if Cincinnati doesn't show up. They're automatically the five seed if they win it. Uh, all right, Phillip Rivers facing a third and seven from his own 10-yard line. They've had field position problems this whole game. They just can't get out from the shadow of their own end zone. On third and seven, Rivers will throw. He finally will get out of the shadow. There's Keenan Allen up to the 25-yard line and a first down for the Chargers. That's what they need in this game. I mean, their offense has looked like the better offense, but they've been inside their own 15-yard right, line the yeah, whole time. Been backed up the whole time. Keenan Allen, what a year he's having. Golly. How about the Bills? They are knocking on the door here to score against New England, and believe me, with a with a young team like them not used to winning, they get up in, in this game, they could, they could play, be there all day if you let them. All right, remember we said the Chiefs were facing a third and 15 at their own 35. Watch this. Alex Smith out of the shotgun, nails Tyreek Hill way downfield into the red zone it goes. This is the kind of throw into triple coverage, and he hits Tyreek Hill. That's the throw that has me always go, dude. Alex Smith, <laughs> you can do that, right? but he doesn't seem to often even feel like he can do it. He doesn't try that enough. He has that in his repertoire. No, I mean, he's done it, It's especially this year. He's actually done it. Where he seems to struggle is in the red zone. He yes. gets a different problem, you know, and he, he's scared to release the ball there because he wants to protect the team, but... Man, this Tyreek Hill, if you, don't jam him, him if you don't slow him down at the line of scrimmage, you're dead because he just runs right by you. And once he gets in that open open space, you can't cover. He's too quick and too fast. 100%. He's had a great year, and to me, the biggest moment of his year was last week when everyone said all week, hey, he's really good, but he's going up against lockdown Casey Hayward this time. Uh, it's not going to be a good week for him, and he torched Casey Hayward on what ended up being the play of the game. It was still early. It was still low scoring, a 3 nothing game, and, and that changed the game. It put the Chargers down by two scores, uh, and he flew down the right sideline, beat Casey Hayward. We just saw a highlight of that one, and uh, and that w ended up being the win of the year for the Chiefs and, and seemingly has them back on track. So they're into the red zone. Uh, we'll get the answer on that drive coming up in just a second. Week 16, it's Red Zone Radio. Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, and it's an interception, Coach. Never even looked five. at the safety touchdown. Touchdown. Pick six bills on Brady. Uh, just hey. Wait a minute. Tom Brady could do that. I mean, Tom Brady could do that. What, what are we 
what are we doing, Coach? That's not part of the script. Hey, and he, he was back there for 10 minutes to snap before and missed the wide-open Gronkowski. I'll tell you what now. These uh, Bills are in their head. Uh, upset alert. Anything. It's 9-3 Bills. Geico Fox Sports He's Radio Studios. It's, he wow. just missed it was three buzz. There. It was three buzz of coverage, so they show cover four, which they've been playing, but dropped the safety straight down, and he beats the receiver to the ball. This is a question I was going to ask you anyway, so this is going to sound like I'm being a prisoner of the moment, but I was going to ask you this anyway. We've been asking this question all week. It's not really about Tom Brady's play this year. He might be the MVP of the league. But it is about the next 10 years of Patriot football. Did they make a mistake in giving away Jimmy Garoppolo? For a second-round pick, when they did it, we said it was a mistake. Like, did you they know, make, you're going to get, get at least two picks for Garoppolo. At least. You know, and, and they got a second-round pick, which is crazy. Did they make a mistake giving him away at all? Well, I mean, you know, you can look at it now and say, sure, but, you know, obviously as great as Brady was playing – you know, they, they uh, just decided to move on. But for a second-round pick, made no sense. Yeah, I, I just think it's a, an interesting dynamic. Obviously, the Patriots are in a tough spot. How do you ever get rid of Tom Brady? But if you're the but 49ers, you, yeah. how did you ever get rid of Joe Montana? You People did. People have done it. Right. right. So, Brett Favre. Like, like, yes, Brady's the MVP, possibly. Yes, maybe he wins the Super Bowl this year. Maybe he wins it next year. But what does then happen over the next 10 years They've not traded away one, but two now starting quarterbacks in the NFL <coughs> just this year alone. And what do they have to show for it? A second round pick and Philip Dorsett, who clearly Doesn't can't play. play. Right. And and the strange thing is, you know, since uh, Garoppolo has has left, Brady's thrown five games in a row now with a pick. Like you don't see that very often. Right. So, uh, you know, it's just strange. He, how do you misread that coverage? Uh, that's that is not a, a Tom Brady that I've seen. Uh, Alex Smith hits Travis Kelsey from nine yards out. Touchdown Chiefs. Uh, so they're on the board ten three over the Dolphins right now. Carolina's added another field goal six to three. They lead over Tampa Bay. We told you about the Bills. Their extra point is good. Uh, so they now have a ten three lead in New England. Rams continue to lead at Tennessee six to three. Saints continue to lead over the Falcons three to nothing and have the ball. Uh, Denver over the Redskins, 3-0. The Bears have a Jordan Howard touchdown leading the Browns, 6 to nothing, and the Browns can wrap up the number one pick in the draft with a loss today. Well, I'm sure they're gunning <laughs> for it. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck to coach, you. With that coach that, that no one wants to play for now. Yeah, I mean, my yeah, God. yeah, that was interesting. Like, if you're Hugh Jackson, and if you don't know what we're talking about, basically he went to the uh, post-game press conference last week and uh, they asked him about a long run that Isaiah Crowell had, I think, 59 yards. Yeah, for and, a touchdown. For a touchdown. He only had one more carry the rest of the way. And uh, people said, well, why, why, didn't, why didn't you give him the ball more? And, and his answer, to paraphrase, was, well, look, that 59-yard run, anybody could have run through that hole. Any and five that, guys yeah, could have run through that it, hole. It, it, he said, including me and you. And so uh, now the locker room's upset at him. Right, and, and here's the thing. You know where he's got to be careful is look. It, not anybody can run a fifty-nine yard touchdown run. I don't care how well it's blocked. And then you know now here's something that anybody could do. Me and you could do this. We could win one game as a head coach in in three years or whatever he's done. So he needs to be careful with 
with, uh, first of all, what he says to the players. Sure. And that's just ridiculous. 59-yard touchdown run, you should be enthusiastic. You don't have anything else to be enthusiastic about uh, other than the fact that, that the owner said that you were going to come back because I, I really doubt that. But, you know, that that's just ridiculous to get in in some kind of uh, – uh, argument with with the player is it, just ridiculous. All right, we do have some breaking news that might uh, have quite an effect not only on today but the entire NFC playoff picture uh, for the moment. We don't have anything definitive for the rest of the day, but for the moment, Kim Newton has been knocked out of the game in Carolina uh, with an injury to his lower abdomen. Um, and so right now the Carolina Panthers lead 6-3 to three over Tampa, but for the moment, uh, Cam Newton is out. That would be Derek Anderson. Is that who's in? Uh, Derek yeah, Anderson yeah, is, is the backup yep. quarterback right now for the Panthers. Wow, that's that's huge. I mean, Cam has been – I know he started off so sluggish early, but, man, he's been on a roll lately. So that would be a devastating injury that they won't be able to come back from. Uh, Saints move the ball into Falcons territory, and for the first time today the Chargers have the ball in Jets territory – Big third and one run for Melvin Gordon there at about the 40. And Gordon busts through the line and ends up picking about, uh, he got about eight yards there or so. So he's got it down to the 35-yard line. Call it the 36 with a first and 10. This will be the Chargers' first opportunity uh, to see if they can get some points on the board. And, uh, you know, once they do, whenever they do, you feel good about their chances. Oh, yeah. Bryce Petty hasn't (laughs) been able to do a darn thing. No question. And, uh Weather and when weather's going to help you too. So I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, Chargers need to get a touchdown here on this drive, and and that'll be good good for them. Backwards on the first down play, though. It's now second and fourteen from the forty. Uh, Dolphins answering. The Chiefs have been able to move up and down the field. Got a field goal on their first drive and a touchdown on their next one. Uh, but the Dolphins have been uh, up to the challenge. You know, Miami goes to uh, thirty degree Kansas City. Uh, they're kind of out of it. Kansas City's very much in it. Uh, Jay Cutler's your quarterback. I was wondering how much the Dolphins would really be focused and into this today, but they look like they're ready for a football game at least. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, that team's been so up and down. It's it's funny. It, it you see Adam Gates and, and look, he's he's been on the play. Hey, everybody's playing for their jobs and all that. And and uh, uh, you know, I get that he's he's lighting a fire under these guys, and he knows that team's underachieved. I mean, they they really have. So uh, they need to pick it up. They're still playing two games out. I get it. They're not going anywhere. But, hell, mathematically, they got a chance for the playoffs. All right. Saints have moved it now inside the 30-yard line of the Falcons. It's been on the back of a lot of Alvin Kamara this and an Alvin Kamara that. Uh, Moments ago, Kamara just had a completion over the middle, and uh, there was some contact to his helmet. Um, But he popped right up, stays in the game. Remember, he left with a concussion three weeks ago against the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, there's some new protocol now that we found out about today. The NFL's got more independent people in the command center uh, on site in New York watching all of these games. Call it the Tom Savage rule, if you will. Uh, If there's anything that looks like what happened with Savage a couple of weeks ago, a player's automatically out for the game. Uh, So that's something to keep an eye on. That was a little bit of a scary moment there for the Saints, but Kamara pops right up and uh, jumps uh, back up into the lineup. So the Saints facing a third and six in Falcons territory. The Chargers knocking on the door. We'll update all of this as we continue. It is week 16 in the National Football League. Happy holidays. Oh, big moment for legendary tight ends as within about 10 seconds of each other moments ago, Antonio Gates, touchdown catch. Rob Gronkowski, 
touchdown catch. Chargers up 7-0. Patriots even the score 10-10 with the Bills. By the way, in that Charger-Jet game, Bilal Powell with a nice run that's flipped the field. So even with a 7-0 lead, the Jets now threaten back in the other direction. We come to you live, Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. With Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, happy holidays from Red Zone Radio. Uh, Looking forward to a game later on this afternoon that does have a lot of quarterbacking implications, if not playoff implications. The Giants are visiting the Cardinals today, and our buddy Stink. Mark Schlereth joins us. He'll be a part of the call later today on Fox. Mark, happy holidays to you. Uh, great to catch up with you. Uh, when you're looking at this uh, this matchup, I, I mean, I got to think that, that that's on the brain, right? I mean, both of these teams might be very interested in a new quarterback next year. Yeah, you know what? I mean, one of these teams, Arizona, may be interested in the quarterback that's on the other side of the field, right. Eli Manning. <laughs> listen, when you watch Eli Manning, you know, I mean, obviously he was benched after 210 straight starts. And you look at it, Eli Manning, there's nothing wrong with Eli Manning's quarterbacking skills. I mean, they can't run the ball. They don't have a legit back in the backfield. They don't have an offensive line. They've been injured across the board. They really have lost all their outside weapons, and that's what they were predicated on. And you look at the Giants as a football team, I mean, it is really hard. And Rob will tell you, when you have to go, you know, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 plays in a row at four yards a chunk in the passing game and in the running game, it is hard to put a touchdown drive together. And that's what they, that's what they are. I mean, you're going to get an offsides penalty. You're going to get a holding penalty. You're going to put yourself behind the chains. You're going to have one drop pass. And all of a sudden, we're out of contention. That drive is over, and that's why they lead the league in three and outs. Um, so it, it is, it's a personnel issue. It's not, in my mind, a quarterback issue with the Giants. Yeah, Stink, this is Rob Ryan. That I agree with, agree with you there. How about, I mean, you're, you're talking about a place with both coaches, you know, because Arians are saying the rumor is he's going to retire, where – you know, when you're talking about the game beforehand, both coaches are probably not even going to be there with those teams. But the one thing is, this is should be two top defenses. I know the Giants have not played like that this year at all, but they were number two in the league last year. And this Cardinal defense, as bad as their quarterback situation is and all that stuff going on, man, whoever's coaching that defense has done a remark, remarkable job and, and Kime's done a great job of – of getting defensive players, look, they're without Calais Campbell, and they're still going to be a top five defense. Yeah, they are. They're amazing on the defensive. Impressive, as you know, they're going to blitz. They're going to play with sometimes they'll have seven DBs in there, and uh, Dave Buchanan is a DB that plays middle linebacker. Right. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's a freak show. They are really tight in the last six weeks. They have been outstanding, very aggressive. Um, uh, they're just a, a really good group, and it's a shame that they're getting these performances wasted because of this offense and the lack of production uh, from this offense. So that's kind of where they are. As far as the Giants are concerned, you know, they still have a – and they've always been built on a great defensive line. They still have a really good defensive line. Um, you know, the defensive backfield, Landon Collins has been injured. Eli Apple hasn't played as well as he did the year before. They lost Janoris Jenkins, who's an outstanding corner. So their secondary has not been as good. And then – when you watch them on film, it's the linebacking core. You know, the, the lack of cover 
skill. You know, getting blocked, getting blocked in this league is not a sin. It's staying blocked. It's a sin. <laughs> and when I, when I watch them, they just, I mean, I, I was watching film the other day, and I just said to myself, I, I, I went into my old, Wayne Severe was a special teams coach when I first came into the league, and I thought to myself, you're getting blocked, you're getting blocked, you're getting blocked, you're getting blocked, you're still getting blocked, you're getting blocked, you're getting blocked, you're getting blocked, you're getting blocked. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I mean that's, kind of, that's kind of what you look at with that linebacking core, and as you know, you know, we always talk about run stopping and those linebackers, but in this, in the way the game is played today, it's probably more important for the coverage skills, the underneath coverage stuff, and to be able to play from, from a high to low plane, and uh, they just haven't been able to do that at all. Mark Slareth joining us. He'll be on the call. Giants-Cardinals later today. And, and, and Stink, just from being around this team this week, like, I mean, you already sort of mentioned it earlier, maybe the Cardinals would be interested in Eli Manning. This is going to be a full reboot for the New York Giants. What, what do you think they, they are going to do? Is Manning definitely playing somewhere else next year? Um, I, you know, it's hard for me to say. I mean, I would, for me personally, sometimes a change of pace is exactly what you need. Uh, I, I would imagine it would be hard for me to stay here if I was Eli. You know, he's been a giant for what fourteen years now, and um, and you know, if if they were to bring somebody in and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna you know kind of go about this the right way," meaning we're gonna fix our offensive line, we're gonna get you a running game, um, you know, then then I would look at this like a viable place for him to be. But it's gonna be one of those things where he's gonna have to make that decision if if uh, he wants to stay, because obviously it was the ownership that allowed the last coaching staff and GM to bench him. So um, they were in on that decision. And for me, I'm, sometimes it's just nice to go somewhere else. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Stink. I mean, look, all the great things he's done, two Super Bowl championships and all that, and the poor guys played behind that offensive line since those great linemen left. You know, like the doll left. Right. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, the little guard, Steve. All these guys are gone. Yeah. And now they got these guys that, man, I don't know if I could beat them, but I guarantee pro linemen can beat them. I mean, this poor guy, <laughs> he's just getting abused. And, and, and it's really not fair. But like you say, when you said management was part of that decision, that's something the Manning family and Eli in particular can't overlook. They need to go. He's such a great player, a Hall of Famer. They need to give him another fresh start, like you say. And, and uh, shoot, if he came out and he went to the Cardinals, I bet you Arians would stay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm 100% with you. <laughs> and and you look at the line issues here in Arizona with all the injuries and stuff. But I'm, I'm telling you what, um, this roster was really damn good at the beginning of the season before it got you know decimated by injuries. And they've got some talent on the offensive side of the ball, man. These sons of guns can run. And Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, you know, I, I think that Red Larry Fitzgerald will be easy to talk back into coming out uh, for another year if uh, he had an Eli Manning back there swinging the ball. Yeah, Mark Schlereth, yeah. Giants-Cardinals later today on Fox. Dick Stockton, Shannon Sharp will uh, all be uh, a part of this one. Mark, thanks so much. Happy holidays again. My pleasure. You guys be well. Take care. All right, take care. All right, there he goes. Uh, Mark Schlereth on the call with that one. Uh, a reminder that uh, love has an army you can join the fight, help the Salvation Army fight. For those in need all over our community this Christmas, by going to foxsportsradio.com, click the red kettle icon to donate or call 1-833-SAL-JOIN. Uh, we would uh, be so appreciative if you would. All right, long pass play attempted by the Patriots, and they get a pass interference call. So that's going to flip the field again. 
This one has been a very active game so far. Already 10-10 is the score, and Tom Brady and company have the ball at least in field goal range. They've got a third and short now coming up from about the 24-yard line. Uh, but, Coach, let's, let's, not, uh, let's not mince words here. Tom Brady, so far today, it, it's looked a little wobbly at times. It really has. I mean, he's had open receivers, and he throws behind Gronkowski with a wide-open Gronkowski. He overshoots him on an over-route one time. And then on a comeback, he, he two-hopped a comeback uh, to a receiver. So he's definitely not been himself, but you know him. He can get it fixed real quick with Josh McDaniels on that sideline. The two of them together have worked magic for a lot of years, so I'm sure they'll come up with something. Uh, we can let you know that Cam Newton is back on the field for the Panthers. That's, so that's, that's a that's sigh right. of relief, uh, and they've got themselves a 12-6 to lead right now. Uh, at home against Tampa Bay. Kareem Hunt just went in for a touchdown. The Chiefs comfortably ahead at this point, 17-6. to Still four minutes to go in the first half there, and uh, the Chiefs win the AFC West if they win that game. All right, what are we looking at right uh, now? Fourth and one up there uh, for the Patriots. It'll be interesting to see what they decide, if they kick the field goal or if they go for it. They got the two-minute warning to think about it. What would you do? 10 to 10, uh, well, to 10 they score. Just, they just had a third and two and gave it to Deion Lewis. Where is where is Gillisley? Where's Gillisley? I mean, I think that's uh, what think, Gillisley is saying. Right. By I, the way, I think you put him in there and let him run against his old teammates, see if he can bang out a yard. Okay, all right. We'll see what Bill Belichick does. Again, it is a 10-10 tie uh, right now in that game. Fourth and one. Dolphins just got a touchdown, sixty-five yard touchdown catch from Jay Cutler to Grant. And again, as I had mentioned, uh, <laughs> the, Dolphins, away. Yeah, the Dolphins are here to play a football game today. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm impressed by them. I tell you what, you talk about they are, they are all over the place. You know, one they week really great are. effort, the next week no effort. One week great effort, next week no effort. I mean, credit to Buffalo Bills, I guess, because they, uh, they made them look like they didn't want to play anymore. Yep. Uh, and, last week. And speaking of active games, the Rams Titans game has been a very active game today. Moments ago, the Titans got a sack fumble touchdown to take the lead 10 to 6. What does Todd Gurley do? Responds with an 80 yard touchdown run. MVP. Rams are right back in front. It's Somebody said it. MVP. Do, do you, does he have your vote? MVP. I don't know. He looks a lot better in December than Tom Brady does. I know. And Wentz is hurt. Right. I'm telling you, he's done everything for this team. Um, he you can't give it to the coach, so you might as well give it to Gurley. Jeff Fisher says you're right. You cannot give it to the coach. Uh, he hasn't done this, anything. Did this guy play for Fisher last year? <laughs> yes, he did. He did? So did Goff. <laughs> so did all these guys. Um, all right. It's Red Zone Radio. It's week 16. We got some good games uh, and some big things happening. We're covering it all with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. All right, Red Zone Radio, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. And, Coach, what does it mean when there's 30 seconds on the clock <laughs> and, a def- and a defensive back lets a wide receiver run right by him? Touchdown, Saints. 10 yards by him. Oh, yeah. man, he just ran right. I mean, he never had a chance. What kind of angles that guy taking? I mean, that, that is just bad football. Look, that's Ted Ginn. Let him go across the middle. Right. He's not going to. He's just going to keep running deep. That's what he does. Stay on top of the guy. He's 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 open by the guy's twenty yards behind him. Right. In in thirty seconds before the half. Like, oh, there's no excuse for it. So now it is the first touchdown in that game, and it is thirteen nothing for the Saints, actually twelve nothing until the extra point is up and good, and it is now up and good. So thirteen nothing, Saints lead it. 
And, uh, yeah, this is a, a, a play that obviously changes the entire second half of the game. The Falcons needed. And, by the way, let's not forget to pass along uh, that all of this was set up by the butt pick. That's uh, We've and, seen the butt fumble. We've seen the butt now fumble. Now we've seen the butt pick. If you haven't seen this highlight, look for it later today. The butt pick. That was Lattimore over the middle against the Falcons receiver. The ball gets knocked straight up in the air. After the receiver dropped it. Receiver dropped it. Goes straight up in the air. Lattimore is on his stomach. The ball comes down and lands on his butt and stays there for a good three, four seconds. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't hit the ground. He rolls over, grabs the ball, puts it in his arms. Interception. The receiver looked like he was scared <laughs> to touch it. It was on his butt. Uh, it Knock it off. Well, I get. We well, maybe sure. he's scared to touch it. Maybe I don't know. Touch a guy's butt. Couldn't yeah, do it. I get it. Couldn't do it. It happens on every play. You're in the talking NFL about ball. playoff football. You got to go after that football. One of the other Saints defenders did. I don't care where it's he laying. He did try to touch the ball, and he kind of kept it alive for a second. But this is one of the more fascinating picks I've ever seen, and uh, we have already nicknamed it uh, the butt pick. So. Um, and that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is, and hopefully our, our bosses understand what, what we're talking about when, when we say that. So, Saints 13 nothing. It is officially halftime. Chargers trying to put something together here in the two-minute offense. They lead 7 to nothing. Uh, they're at their own 40-yard line, but have a minute and change Ooh. to go here. Throw over the middle is incomplete to Travis Benjamin. Rivers, as usual, is calling for a flag, calling for somebody to do something. Uh, he threw the ball about three yards short, though. Um, you know, Philip Rivers has had a, a, a tough week. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week. Not really sure exactly what we saw in that Chiefs game. Why, once he was down by only one score in the third quarter, did suddenly everything look so desperate? Um, but today, uh, they haven't done a lot offensively, but they've had field position issues. Uh, their defense has been great. He's been good enough. They've been making smart plays. They have a 7 nothing lead in a game they need. Yeah, I, I think I think with Rivers in that last game. Remember, he lost both tackles during the game, and and that obviously affected him with all the pressure he was getting. Uh, you know, but this game without Okung, they're still doing a decent job of protecting him. But uh, yeah, Rivers has got to come up big. I mean, this team—they're going for the uh, playoffs. He's got to come up big. The uh, Cleveland Browns are on the board, Coach. It's halftime, but the Cleveland Browns are on the board with a field goal. The Bears lead this game 6-3. to three. I'm just going to take a wild guess that it's cold in Chicago today. I haven't seen any uh, inclement weather, but uh, it's chilly. Uh, the Browns are not good. The Bears are not good, so the ball's not moving a whole lot. Jordan Howard does have a touchdown for the Bears, Bears. Uh, but the extra point was no good. They lead 6-3. Redskins in front of the Broncos right now, 10-3 to in a game that does not have any playoff implications. Um, they have just about reached the half in Tennessee. Not quite yet, actually. Tennessee with the ball in Rams territory, trying to put something on the board before the break. Rams lead that one 13-10. If the Titans can win somehow in that game today, that will go a long way into getting them into the wild card uh, conversation. The real fascinating Week 17 possibility is if all the favorites win these games today. If the Rams beat the Titans, and the Patriots beat the Bills, and they lead right now 13-10. to 10. And the Chargers defeat the Jets, and they lead right now 7 to nothing. Then, uh, basically, you're coming into the last week with all three of those teams having the exact same identical 8-7 and seven record, uh, and they would you know duke it out in the final week to see who gets the last wild card spot. I really think that's going to happen. How about this play on third and two in a two-minute drive? Uh 
there's 40 seconds left. Tyrod throws the ball out in the flat, and and Shady is about four yards from the first out, and the defender waits on him to make a move. Not good decision. As Shady goes and just takes the first down. You can't do that. You have to go shoot your shot. Get off the field. Give Brady the ball back with 45 seconds left. Well, Crazy. I, I mean, football. you're you're a great guy to ask here. I mean, we all know Tom Brady. We know what we're we're used to seeing with the Patriots once we get into January. But I feel like this Patriot defense uh, is is going to have to do something here uh, if this team actually wants to go on and win the Super Bowl. Like there, there's too many holes there. Well, it, you know, look for times they have played outstanding football, and and it doesn't always look pretty, but they usually are pretty consistent in the red zone. That's where they got. That's where they got to make their hay. I mean, this game's thirteen ten. Look, they could have been off the field twice already in this two minute drive. But, but I'm with you. They're starting to get some of their players back, which I think will really help them uh, for their playoff run. Uh, the Chargers uh, two minute offense stalled. They kick it away to the Jets, so the Jets will have it. Only forty two seconds left, and uh, let's yank up Bryce Petty's numbers today. Uh, something tells me they're probably not very good. They don't have any points on the board, and I don't feel like they've gone into uh, Chargers territory even all that often. Bryce Petty today, 7 of 15 for 61 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, 7 of 15 for that, 61 yards. That's, that's better than last week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, you mentioned the Jets hanging in there with the Saints last week, and one of the reasons really was actually the Jets don't deserve a whole lot of credit for it. The Saints kept going into the red zone and fumbling oh, the ball. They did. They did. They absolutely did. And and uh yeah, in particular the one receiver. But hey, here's a huge play by the Bills on another third down, and they're in the red zone deep in the Patriot territory right before half with twenty one seconds. Indeed they are. Thompson again on the receiving end, beautiful touch pass from Tyrod Taylor. So it's gonna be first and goal at the nine yard line for the Bills. Uh, let's take a look at that one. Um, flag is down also in Kansas City. More on that in a second as the Chiefs are trying to put together a little something before the break. 35 seconds left. Chiefs lead 17-13 and a flag on the field on a third down play. If it's against the Dolphins, that keeps that drive alive. Um, offsides on the Patriots with 12 seconds to go. Um, and that's going to move the Bills a little bit closer. Got to be careful here, though. it stops the clock. It does, but now what do you do if you're the Bills? You got to be careful. They're, they have no timeouts left. There's only 12 seconds to go. So if you're Taylor, you gotta, if you're going to throw the ball here and try to get a touchdown, you have to throw the ball into the end zone. Absolutely. You got to throw it in the end zone. Obviously, you can't take a sack, uh, but those are things everybody works on. You could still get three plays here to the end zone. First and goal, Bills just inside the five-yard line. It'll be Taylor out of the shotgun. He's got Shady to his right, two receivers each side. He'll roll to his right, he'll throw, and it is incomplete. That if leaves- anybody went for that play fake, they should have been fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can't run not, the ball They're not running there. the ball. They're not running the ball. That's right. All right, so second and goal, 10 seconds left. Uh, there's still time. By the way, the Chiefs did get a Dolphins penalty, so – They've got the ball at midfield. 35 seconds to go and a first down. See if they can get some points on the board here. Um, almost picked it off. Almost an interception. That's Alex Smith's second almost interception on this drive. So uh, he needs to uh, to be careful on this one. All right, back to the Bills. Second and goal, four and a half yard line. Taylor out of the gun. Straight back, throws over the middle, into the end Drop. zone, incomplete. Should have been caught. Should have been caught. Had it for a they- moment. 
couldn't carry it all the way to the ground. Charles Clay. Yeah, he had it, and he couldn't, he couldn't finish the catch. Okay, back to Kansas City. Second and 10 from the 50 for Alex Smith, who's out of the gun. 32 seconds. Chiefs do have two timeouts. Smith back. He's going to throw deep down the right sideline, and Tyreek Hill's going to adjust to the ball. <laughs> the defender just lost sight of the ball. It wasn't a great throw, but Hill adjusted oh to God. it, and the Chiefs have it inside the red zone, 26 seconds. I mean, he came back. He has to come back 10 yards yep. for this ball. This is crazy well, how athletic this kid yeah, is. Smith is hit as he throws, so that's why it was under underthrown. All right, back to Buffalo. Is that's that a touchdown? touchdown? It is. Kelvin Benjamin. Back corner of the end zone, great against play Gilmore. by him. Against Gilmore, the ex-Bill. All right, so the Bills back in front with two seconds to go. Uh, let's get the review of this. Here we go. Taylor, corner of the end zone. Benjamin, ball. Ooh, did he have both Ooh, feet? Ooh, that's going to be tough. I don't know. Let's take a look at the feet. There's one. That's in. And that's two. there's two. You see Touchdown. a toe drag. That's going to count, and the Bills are going to take the lead wow. to the half. Uh, assuming that they all saw this the same way we saw this. Let's look at his possession of the ball. Looks like he's got it. Does he carry it all the way through? I think he does. I think he does, but this toe tap's going to be interesting. He's got the toe. He's got the ball. As long as it doesn't move when he hits the ground. That's a touchdown. And it doesn't. That's a touchdown. All right, so they're reviewing that. That's our view on it, not the official view. Well, I don't know if that toe ever comes down. I think that you see a little dirt. It's not much, but you see a little dirt kick up on that left toe. This is in New England. It is in New England, and New this England is blur, New England. This could so, blur some visions. Yep, I think that there's some sort of uh, tuck gate, catch gate, toe gate thing going on. I don't on. know if it ever touches. I think I think they're going to give it to They're going to gonna have to break out some paper and stick it under the toe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's too soon, bro. All right. <laughs> While they're sorting that out, Kansas City, first and 10, 17-yard line, 26 seconds, two timeouts. Chiefs lead 17-13. They're looking for more here. Smith, over the middle, incomplete, knocked down by a defender. Call on the field, touchdown, still in the review tent in New England. Um, you know, this game, this game is definitely in doubt, especially if the Bills get this uh, this kind of momentum going into the locker room. Yeah, that view, you can't tell I'm if the toe touches, you. but the top view, dirt comes up where the toe is going down. Well, then it's a touchdown. And, and the call on the field, by the way, right? right? You, you got to reverse it. Yeah, absolutely. Overturn. Well, that's what they say anyway. How about this All right, guy? Keenan, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen oh, just, got, he he just got an up. interception. Keenan Allen has an interception. More on that in a second. But uh, meantime, Chiefs complete but out of bounds. Uh, back at the 20-yard line, that was a halftime Hail Mary by Bryce Petty, picked off by Keenan Allen. So he gets an interception. Um, the last play, jump ball, they put their best best uh, defender back there. That was smart. Which just happens to be the offense again. Yeah, 7 nothing. Chargers will take a lead into the break. We still don't have a call in New England. Watch the left toe. Watch the ground, Coach. Do you see dirt come up? I do. Right I do, there. too. You see that's the toe a touchdown. That's Absolutely, a, that's so a touchdown. So what has taken them so long? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's watch that's the a touchdown. third down play for the Chiefs, and then we're going to get Gascon in here. Alex Smith, third and 13 from the 20. He's back to pass. He is throwing out into the flat. It is complete, but Kareem Hunt will simply – actually, that's Sharkandrick West – take it out of bounds and stop the clock for a field goal try for the Chiefs. Uh, let's get Gascon in here. They still do not have a definitive – 
uh, answer in New England. Here it is. And oh my God! Got to <laughs> be I tell kidding you what. me. I tell you what. They're going to go in at halftime and oh, say, and they <laughs> come on. Now that's not cool. All right, let's get Gascon in here. Dave, you see this thing the same way we see this I, thing? I am flabbergasted. Watch the line in the grass get created right there. I mean, that is not even close. I mean, there's a full line. Wow. It's not wow. like. Wow. It's not like his left foot is creating enough wind to blow up those pebbles in the turf, right? It's oh, man. Like, that is flat out wrong. Bills kick a field goal. They'll take a tie is game. Is Belichick on that rules committee? I, I, I think Belichick is, is ruling more than the committee. That. I think he's ruling that. the world. He's ruling Look, the league. 13-13 and a half. Wow. You know the Bills are fired up. Keep that one in what mind. What a game this Keep has turned out. In the year of Star Wars, he really has got that Jedi mind force going Ooh, right now. Man. man. You mentioned uh, Keenan Allen's INT. I wonder if that'll help out any fantasy owners out there. Well, actually, no. You don't get any, as an offensive player, you don't get any points for getting a pick on defense. So uh, I don't think it helps. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, if you, now, if you have the Chargers defense, I think you get a pick. But not if you have Keenan Allen uh, individually. Are you sure? Well, I'm looking at my league, and I didn't get any points for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the reason why I brought okay, that up anyway, because we are uh, Alex and Robert and I are waiting for our presents yes. uh, from uh, well, you'll, you'll, Commissioner Winner Mark Willard. We've and got a long 36 hours ahead of us. I'll, <laughs> I'll text you tomorrow night. Merry Christmas, okay? we got a long way to go. All right, fair enough. We'll take a look at one of the games going on right now at halftime. Rams and Titans and uh, league MVP, maybe? Gurley in the backfield. Here comes the blitz. Shotgun snap. Swing pass. Left side, Gurley on the screen, 20. Got to block, 25. Into space, 40. And he's Todd Gurley hits the Jets midfield. He's gone. Todd Gurley, 20, 10. Gurley for MVP. Touchdown, LA. A little excitement in that press box. Wow, take it easy, okay? <laughs> take it easy. 10-5 girly for MVP? That's a hell of a call. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> that was hilarious. Man. 166 total yards in the ball game, two TDs on an 80-yard screen pass, but Tennessee has fought back. Ball game is tied at 13 apiece. Chargers lead the Jets at 7-0. That ball game is at the half. And since Buffalo did not score a touchdown, we have to go back to this for Mark Willard, your guy. First and 10 for the pass from the 17. Two receivers left Close. to the wide side right with Lewis in the backfield to the right of Brady from the gun. He identifies the defender in the middle for the Bills. Takes the snap. Buffalo with an extra rusher. Throw back shoulder left for Gronkowski. Oh! Makes a twisting one-handed catch with his right hand inside the pylon. Touchdown, Patriots. Oh, superhuman. What a throw. What a catch. Mark, I'm so happy you introduced me to this Gronkowski guy. <laughs> yes, Gronk flakes for everybody tonight on Christmas Eve. That is a hell of a catch by the big guy. Yeah, one-headed grab. It's 13 up. Chiefs lead the Dolphins at the half, 20-13. to 13. Kareem Hunt, 12 carries, 61 yards, and also a score. Alex Smith, 154 yards passing. Tyreek Hill, three grabs for 94 yards. At the half, Lions lead the Bengals, 7-6. to six. Panthers, 12. Buccaneers, 9. Bears 6-3 over the Browns. They did score a touchdown from Jordan Howard, but the PAT was up, and it was no good. The other game that's going on, most people weren't paying attention to. Washington leads Denver 10-3. That ball game's also at the half. Fellas? All right, Dave, great stuff. Thank you. Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coach, I just saw something that was a very successful play, but I got to admit I don't like it. 
So the Saints open up the second half. They lead 13-0 over the Falcons. And Alvin Kamara takes the kickoff back all the way to midfield. What is Alvin Kamara doing returning kickoffs? That sounds a little dangerous to me. Sounds a little dangerous, but, uh, you know, Westoff, I'm sure he identified, hey, look, let's put him back there, you know, the special team coach. But – because he can make a difference, obviously. Oh, and he did. And, and it was a great return. Right, but and I there's mean, been great players before. Look, it, when I was in New England, all the starters had to play on special teams. All okay. of them. Every one of them except the quarterback. So, uh, you know, uh, and Falk was our returner, the great great running back. But, yeah. you know, that's uh, obviously they're looking for everything. They're not leaving anything in the tank, and that's a good thing because they just got to pick yep, and for a touchdown. And it might go for, for six. Let's see. Falcons return to nope. the two-yard line. And that's okay. that great uh, linebacker Jones yep. again with another play against uh, Drew Brees in the same offense. Well, Brees threw it right to the receiver, bounced off his chest, goes to a Falcon defender, and the Falcons are suddenly set up and back in this game. So I just think, listen, Alvin Kamara, you pointed this out earlier uh, he is probably, if you really boil it down, the most important player on the Saints' offense outside of Drew Brees himself. Right. Ingram and Kamara are great, but Kamara does more things. The offense is running through him this year. This is a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. I'm not putting my number one guy on a kickoff right. return. Like if you're put, the New York Giants. Put Gin back there. What's put that? Gin back there. There you just go. Drop the ball for, for, for look, a pick. He can run. We yeah. know that. That's but he's not going to run a route inside. Well, that's why, because he just dropped it for a th- for all the way down to the two-yard line. But but you're right. I mean, he's he's so valuable. Look, Des Bryant used to return punts and things like that. Uh, eventually, you get those guys off of there, and, and I'm sure New, New Orleans has enough personnel to put somebody back, especially like Ginn. All right, so the Falcons are now going to take over first and goal at the two, uh, trailing 13 to nothing, and that play changes this game moments ago right before the half. Uh, Drew Brees hit Ted Ginn for a touchdown uh, that seemingly put the Saints in wonderful control. But with how quickly this has suddenly turned into Falcons first and goal, this absolutely gets them back into the game. Kansas City does hit the field goal. They go to half, 20-13. to 13. Oh, we just got our first look at Soldier oh, that Field. Is nice. No wonder nobody's scoring there. It is a white Christmas in Chicago. I'll go today. That is six to three, and there's snow everywhere. That game looks great. Yeah, that looks great. That does, and then looks like this one here is uh, Washington's up ten three, and they're playing in the snow. All like, right, so. De- Devontae Freeman on first and goal only gets a yard, so to the one. Uh, so second and goal from the one yard line now for the Falcons. A lot of the other games though at half, as we mentioned, Buffalo, New England, thirteen and all at the half. Carolina leads Tampa Bay twelve to nine. That one is at the half. This Atlanta-New Orleans game is underway in the second half. Detroit leads at Cincinnati 7-6 at the break. Rams and Tennessee tied 13-all at the break. Uh, it is Freeman as an empty, uh, as a solo back again here on second and goal from the one. Ryan will give it to him. He's stacked up again. He fumbled. And he fumbled. Did the Saints get it? They believe they did. That is, by the way, Freeman fumbled twice last week. It That's is Saints fumble. ball. Devontae yep. Freeman with two tries from the two gets that a Matt yard Tideo and a was fumble. playing his tail off in that game. Yeah, a guy the Chargers He's, let go last yeah, year. He, he has been playing outstanding football, and he comes up with the football. Unbelievable play by that Saint defense. And the entire defense is posing for a picture at midfield with the ball. Look at that. So that is a game changer right back at you. The Saints 
take over at their own five. We'll take a look at their drive. Hey, it's another butt fumble. Yeah, it is. And he hit <laughs> Mack and get, fumbled the ball. They got a lot of butt hit, plays he going hit, on He hit game. his own uh, center. <laughs> he hit his own center and fumbled <laughs> the ball. Well, I tell you what, it's a, uh, it's a derriere time of year. The Saints have the football. More coming up, Red Zone Radio. How about that? <laughs> All right, Geico, Fox Sports Radio <laughs> Studios. I got to tell you, right now, the uh, the biggest lead that anyone has in any game today is the Chargers. Now, that's not factually true by math. The Saints lead the Falcons 13-0. That's the biggest lead. But this 7-0 lead the Chargers have at the Jets feels like the safest lead I've ever seen in the history <laughs> of mankind and creation. Bryce Petty cannot so much as get a first down. No. Um <laughs> I mean, Two weeks just, in a row. They're not going to score today. I'm no. sorry. Unless something funky happens, they're not scoring today. Hackenberg. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I tell you what, it's a huge game. And look, the Chargers need it so bad. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think they'll score seven points, but I think the Chargers will, will get ready to put some more points up on the board. And look, they need this win. Like yep. you said, get them back on track so they can win next week. And then, shoot, make a playoff run. I mean, this is uh, – this would be great for them, but they need. I think they need the Patriots to win, and they're in danger. Well, this Bills team is looking fantastic. There are two games right now that are both thirteen to thirteen ties uh, that the Chargers will have their eyes on, and one of them is the uh, the Just Bills one. and Patriots. And by the way, they're lucky it's only thirteen thirteen. The NFL has come out with a statement about the overturning of Kelvin Benjamin's touchdown, and uh, basically said that. Yes, that toe hit the ground. However, he didn't have control of the ball yet. So once he had control of the ball, only one foot was down. Here's my answer to that. BS. I yeah. mean, you, there, there's no way you can tell from all the different angles exactly when the control comes. I'm not even sure that left toe doesn't hit again before it goes out of bounds. And reminder, the call on the field was touchdown. There is zero way you can convince me that there was something conclusive to tell me that was an incomplete pass. Well, I think the uh, the Al Riveron guy is struggling mightily yes. up there. I mean, look, if it's going to be like this, you need two sets of eyes because the one set's not working. There's been too struggling. many calls this year where the game is flipped on a reversal yep. of a call that looks looks valid. I mean, and, and you're talking about games that people are losing because of it. Uh, no question. Falcons put up a field goal. They're on the board finally in New Orleans, but it is 13-3. Uh, the other game to which we were referring is the Rams and Titans. Todd Gurley has had a massive day. Uh, the Rams broadcast team clearly thinks he's the MVP. Um, he's had two big catches today. Both have gone for touchdowns. I mean, he's had six catches overall, but two long ones. Six catches, 133 yards, and two touchdowns today. Also has 33 yards rushing. But the Rams have not shaken the Titans yet. Is it? I think 13, they've got two defensive game. touchdowns, uh, Tennessee, I believe. Well, I mean, they've got they, they got one defensive touchdown and then two field goals. Oh, two field goals. Yeah, the Rams set up by their defense. The Rams missed an extra point, but they got a tie game. And those two games, the Chargers need not just beat the Jets; they pretty much need uh, the Bills to be uh, to lose at New England. They need the Titans for sure uh, to lose against the Rams. Outside of those things happening. Uh, their chances go way down. So uh, they are not just trying to win their game. They're trying to win on the scoreboard as well. Yeah, that's uh, this big uh, this Bills game, third and one here in shotgun. At so midfield. let's see what happens. 
And they'll go up the middle and get the first down there. So they'll keep the chains moving. The Chiefs have a third and short as well. Alex Smith fleshed out of the pocket, avoids one sacker, avoids oh another one. Look at this play. He's thinking about oh, running what for was it. That guy and doing? he dives. And where are they going to spot this? If he gets a first down, that's one of the greatest scrambles I've ever seen. How about the guy who ran right by him? That was uh that was not good. <laughs> Wow, After he he'd was, already crossed the line of scrimmage, you got to tackle him. Yeah, he What's was, he jumping for? He was sacked twice now, and they're, while well, they're going to get a defensive penalty on Miami as well in the meantime, a defensive hold, and that is going to move the chains. That was an incredible effort by Alex oh, Smith. Unbelievable. I love this. He makes two guys miss the sack. The, I mean, he's dead there. There's one. There's two. He's dead there, but and this he gets is out the, of both of them. There's another one. Now, this is the best one here. Yeah, <laughs> that guy doing? The corner jumps instead of tackling him, and Smith scrambles for a first down. He already passed the line of scrimmage. Look he can't that. legally throw the ball. Wonderful play. He jumps on a pump fake. Wonderful play from Alex Smith, and so the Chiefs get a first down. Meantime, Melvin Gordon, a long run for the Chargers, has put them into Jets territory in good shape. Oh, look at this play. by. Look at that. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor with a little screen pass out into the flat to LaShawn McCoy. He's going to get the Bills into scoring position. Uh, but back to that Chiefs game. Here go the Chiefs into Dolphins territory. It'll be second and one at the 41. Chargers now have a second and 10 at the Jets' 30-yard line. Uh, let's take a look at that one as Rivers is set up into the shotgun. This is their opportunity to go up by two scores. Uh, Rivers will just throw into the ground, out into the flat, and set up third and 10. Remember now, if they don't get another yard, this is a long field goal and the Chargers' fourth kicker of the year. I believe a guy by the name of Nick Rose. Got to be better than the first one. Well, and the second one and the third one. And the, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they're kicking well, that problems. Well, back was doing all right. He was doing all right, and he got hurt. Um, but, uh, you know, Travis Coons was doing okay, but they released him. Alex Smith designed rollout. is going to throw deep Got down him. the field. Got him down inside the 10-yard line. First and goal, Chiefs. All right, here comes the third and 10 play for the Chargers. 47-yard field goal from where they stand <laughs> if they don't get another yard. Rivers is going to throw over the middle incomplete, so they won't get another yard. And this is a chance. A 10-0 lead here would feel huge. Yeah, by would. the way, that's Mike Williams, the number 7 overall pick that, that was the he intended receiver and is down hit. hurt. Keep going. Keep running. Yeah, he kind of stopped. He drops the ball, takes a big hit, and he's not gotten back up yet. Um, It doesn't look like a head injury or anything like that. I don't want to make it sound over the radio like it's an incredibly serious injury, but uh, he is uh, in some pain and he's down. Uh, meantime, Tyrod Taylor third and goal. on third and goal does not get there, So, but the Bills will presumably be able to take the lead if they can have a uh, Stephen Hauschka field goal here. Uh, that Mike Williams injury leading to a timeout on the field for the Chargers. He's down, and now trainers looking at him. So uh, that's a pause in that action there. We'll have a Bills field goal try in just a second. The Chiefs have the ball inside the 10-yard line, so we're taking a look at that one as well. Did you see that receiver was wide open in the end zone when Tyrod was scrambling? You never saw him. Never saw him. Yep. All right, here's the field goal for Hauschka. That's a chippy. That's good. Bills in front, 16-13. Coach, I'll say it. They're all playing the Patriots. They really are. And Tyrod and, and Shady McCoy have been outstanding for that Patriot offense. Saints have the ball as well now after the uh, Falcon field goal. They lead by 10, uh, but now in their own territory, a second and seven. They get started at their own 20-yard line. It's now second and seven from the 23. 
Uh, Breeze is going to throw out into the flat. There's Kamara again, but not going to get a whole lot, maybe just about three or four yards. First and goal for the Chiefs. Smith back to pass. Pump fake one way. Throws the other way. Incomplete. Had a man at the pylon, uh, but missed him. Threw it out of bounds. Second and goal coming up there. Again, the Chiefs win the AFC West if they're able to uh, to get a victory today. Oh, Kelsey was the uh, intended receiver, and he fell down. Uh, that was the option one, at least, for the Chiefs. We might be able to get in one more play here uh, before uh, before the buzzer. Saints looking at a third and two in their own territory, leading by 10. Breeze back to throw. Pocket collapses. Rolls right. Throws. And it is complete for a first down. So we'll continue on that drive coming up in just a moment. All right, into the second half we go here. Morning session, Week 16 National Football League. <gasps> Been a bad day for the refs. Uh, I know a lot of people feel they like suck. every Sunday is a bad day for the rest, but there's been some high-profile, fascinating decisions that have been made so far. We'll update you on all those in just a second. We're live, Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. What are you seeing, Coach? No, I tell you what, it's been a bad day for the rest, but it's been a worse day for the guy in the booth, the guy that overturns things and uh, – and it's been a, it's been the whole year's been like that. So uh, they got to do something. The NFL's got to look and do something about it. Here's another one in New England. Fourth and one, the guy reaches the ball out past the line. Yep, it, and, and it's as clear as day. It's clear as day, and they're gonna not say it. I guess well, I don't know. I don't know if Belichick is is uh, throwing the red hanky. I imagine so. I would I would think so, but you never know. Maybe they're gonna say he's down or something. I don't know what the call is. There. Well, I tell you what, that game has been the real rub in that uh, the Bills lead this one right now by three, but probably should lead by more. Right before the half, Kelvin Benjamin caught what appeared to be a touchdown. It was called a touchdown on the field, and then it was overturned. Despite the fact there's clear evidence to me uh, that both feet did drag, you see dirt and pebbles come up on the turf in the end zone. Mike Pereira, Fox Rules official and former head of officiating, has gone on Twitter and unloaded on the decision that was made uh, in New England. Listen to this. Regarding the Buffalo no touchdown, there is nothing more irritating to an official than to make a great call on the field and then someone in a suit in an office in New York incorrectly reverses it. It is more and more obvious that there isn't a standard for staying with the call on the field. I think he is dead on perfect. The thing that has really been lost here in the NFL this year is that, hey, it's got to be conclusive to overturn something. They're overturning just on... Oh, I think it's my opinion. Yeah, and they. Well, by that's the way, not good enough. This one was conclusive that it was right. <laughs> yeah, and they <laughs> somehow hey, conclusively look, and now, convinced and now themselves of the other one. Belichick did challenge the fourth fourth down play and got it. Well, they actually got that one right, but that's two now that have been overturned for the Patriots against the Bills. Yep, one correctly, one incorrectly. Right. Let's also pass along. We said the Jets wouldn't score unless something crazy happened. Something crazy happened. Bilal Powell busted a long one, <laughs> and here we go. It's 7-7, third quarter. Uh, the Chargers do have the ball now in Jets territory, but the Chargers are struggling, and uh, I'm not surprised. Let's just go ahead no, and you say You called that. it. You called it yeah, before the game all the way, and, and uh, 
Shoot, you look like a prophet. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a slugfest. Although Keenan Allen with a nice catch and run here will get a first down for the Chargers. Um, okay, Chiefs about to take back over. They lead by ten and have the ball. Speaking of that game, let's get your thoughts on a review that was not overturned here. Tyreek Hill caught what appeared to well, they oh, called one of the best catches of all time. You'll, you, unfortunately, with it not being overturned, it won't get run as much on a highlight because it'll simply go down in history as an incomplete pass. But Tyreek Hill, uh, with uh, what would have been should have been a three-yard touchdown catch, one of the most insane toe taps we've ever seen. But it was called incomplete on the field. It was one of these where I just think the officials were like, "Well, there's no way he caught that." But sorry, he did. But I will defend the officials here in that all of the review angles, they show what looks like his feet were in, but it's not definitive. So I, right. I, I, in the end, I think it was a touchdown. I think Tyreek Hill got hosed, but I understand why the officials made the call that they made. Right. Well, and, and at least it stays within the rule yes. of, hey, you know, it's not conclusive, so we can't overturn it. You know, the other one was clearly – not conclusive, and they overturn it. <laughs> That's and it the took worst. points off the of, And look, these guys are playing for the playoffs. The People realize the Bills haven't been to the playoffs in 17 years. I mean, it's a big game for them. No it's doubt. It's a big game for their organization. They're playing against New England. Obviously, it's a big game for them with home field advantage. But you can't miss a call in this game. It's, it's just terrible. No, to me, again, that very – and let's talk first about a third and five for Tom Brady here at the 10-yard line. Again, the Patriots trail by three. Brady, with lots of time, Sack. now is going to get sacked. Back at the 16-yard line, so a game-tying field goal try coming up. Also, Saints with a big play to Ted Ginn. They're going to move deep into Falcons territory. Rivers to Gates sets the Chargers up at the 20, first and 10 in a 7-7 tie. So lots going on. We're following it all. But I think if you're official and if you're the guy in New York in the replay office, the number one thing that you can't do is what Mike Pereira is talking about right here. You cannot even ever risk, as New England puts the field goal up and good, it's a tie game. You cannot ever risk a good call being overturned right. for the wrong call. Right. And that's what they did in this game, and it has the Patriots still very much alive. No, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, it's they just tied it up 16-16. you got to credit that Bill's red zone defense. They're going against a Josh McDaniels, offense, which is always explosive in the red zone, and they are holding him out. And, and look, Brady has played two games against the Bills this year. He's got one touchdown pass. I mean, that's unbelievable. you got to give credit where credit's due. Kyle Williams, what he was supposed to play, he gets the sack, and albeit a coverage sack, he kept coming, makes a play. I mean, these guys are fighting like crazy to try to get in the playoffs. Beautiful catch by the Chargers. Third string tight end down inside the five-yard line. That's McGrath. They'll have a first and goal there. Um, also, the Saints just got a nice touchdown run from Mark Ingram. Chargers on that first and goal. They only go a yard. Melvin Gordon then fumbles, but they're going to say he hit the ground first. Jets recovered, but no dice there. Um, all right, so second and goal coming up for the Chargers at the one. Saints now lead 20-3 to after the Mark Ingram touchdown run. The Ingram and Kamara show continues. Uh, meantime, we're looking at the Chargers with an opportunity to try to go back in front. Uh, wow. Oh well, I think his legs were down, though. Oh, boy. So, Melvin, we're looking at a Melvin Gordon highlight. That ball came loose before the elbows hit, but did it come <laughs> loose before the they knees hit? snap that ball quick. Yeah, you can't see the knees, though. They, they, they can't overturn that, I wouldn't think. All right, second and goal. 
from the one, Gordon, and touchdown. He's in. Just barely. Call on the field is touchdown. Chargers back in front. Uh, Chiefs have the ball again, and uh, they move into Miami Dolphin territory with a big catch from uh, Travis Kelsey. That goes for about 25 yards. Chiefs have a 10-point lead. Now have the ball in Dolphins territory, and it looks very much like they are taking control of the AFC West. Right, it sure does. And, and uh, the Chargers look like they're going to get control of this uh, of this game. Now they go up a touchdown against the Jets. So, uh, and New Orleans has looked as good as anybody really this have. year. I mean, they're up twenty to three on a team that has explosive weapons on offense like the Falcons, and they're absolutely abusing them. They they have one hundred fifty yards of offense, uh, and that's it in a must have game. Uh, Credit to that Saints defense. I mean, the fumble on the goal line, how do you do that right. going in? They've had all those penalties. I mean, they don't deserve it. Chargers touchdown stands. Extra point good. They're back in front 14-7. to uh, And, again, any touchdown lead feels very comfortable when Bryce Petty is on the other side of the field. We can pass along that Jared Goff has just hit Sammy Watkins for a touchdown. Extra point is good. Goff today, 16 of 24, 248 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Rams lead in Tennessee, 20 to 13. That was a really good 90 seconds for the Chargers just now. It sure was. New England evens it up against Buffalo. Rams get a touchdown. They go back in front of Tennessee, and the Chargers themselves get a touchdown and go back ahead of the Jets. That's a great way to look at it. Those are the three games they need to all go their way. Um, And uh, so that was a really good 90 seconds uh, if you're hopeful of the Chargers making the playoffs. Uh, The Bears have just scored another touchdown. They're now running away from the Browns, 20-3. Jordan Howard has two touchdown runs today. Mitch Trubisky has a touchdown run. The Bears very much looks like are going to keep the Browns winless 0-15. Yeah, that's just – that's amazing. I mean, it's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to go an entire season with, with professional athletes and not win a game. Uh, it, it, it's completely impossible, it would seem. But the Browns are really good at it. All right, third and 13 for the Chiefs. <laughs> Great at it. Yeah, we got a flag <laughs> down on the field here as the Chiefs are going to get the first down with a great effort after the catch. Um, but let's see about the flag. Um, so the Chiefs potentially moving into scoring territory. We can also tell you that the Bucks, keep an eye on this game, have just taken the lead on the Panthers 16-15. to This is courtesy of of a Winston to Wilson touchdown play, and the Panthers, who absolutely need this game, suddenly are trailing with four minutes to go in the third quarter. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that game. Falcons have moved into scoring territory. They need it. They're trailing by 17 uh, against the Saints. And again, that penalty did go on Miami, so it's a first down for the Chiefs. They're inside the 30-yard line, looking to potentially even go up by three scores. Um so keep an eye on that. Uh, we're keeping an eye on Buffalo and New England. Buffalo 16, Patriots 16, but a third and 25 for the Bills from their own 10-yard line. Taylor will throw it over the middle to McCoy, and he will harmlessly get about 10 yards. So we'll update that game. Tom Brady and company about to get the ball back. Three and a half to go third quarter. This is Red Zone Radio, Fox Sports Radio. Trust me, you're not gonna get All right, I have a new idea. When the Falcons are at the one-yard line, they should not give the ball to Devontae Freeman because it doesn't work. Not they, out of a one-back set. I mean, what the hell are they doing? They That's, have, 
two of them. They've totally blown the game right there. Well, okay, so that's the second time they've tried today. They've gotten a no gain and a fumble right. out of Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. Last week against Tampa Bay, what'd they get out of Devontae Freeman at the goal line? A like, fumble. fumble yep. And another one in the red zone, for that matter. So um, <laughs> that's not working, and uh, they went for it on fourth down. And they don't get it, and the Saints keep the ball. 20-3 to is the score for the Saints. Um, that has to be pass interference. Well, they didn't, they didn't call it. So you're referring to the Buffalo-New England game. Tom Brady throwing deep for the end zone. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, that's funny. oh they did call the flag. I mean, okay, God. Okay, they did call the flag. Uh, Chiefs Uh-oh. have just forced a fumble against the Dolphins. That was Marcus Peters involved again. They've got the ball. Yes, indeed, the Chiefs have it back. Leading 23-13, the Chiefs just went for it on fourth down in the red zone a short time ago. Didn't get it. Um, but nice this petty big scramble. Yeah, that was Kenny Stills with the fumble and uh, picked up by the Chiefs before. Yeah, Pete, Peters uh, stripped it, uh, picked up by Parker, inbounds, Chiefs ball. Um, all right, Chargers just had a third and one play. Bad pass by Rivers. Travis Benjamin still could have caught it, dropped it. It was wide open. Um, they punt it away, and immediately Bryce Petty goes on a nice run to get the Jets the ball at midfield. So be careful here if you're the Chargers. Uh, final seconds of the third quarter, and while they're ahead and Bryce Petty is not good, uh, they are still only leading by 7-14-7. All right, do we have a touchdown for the Patriots? Touchdown, I believe it's Gillisley. No way. They, uh, Mike Gillisley sighting again today. so. All right, Gillisley is in, and the Patriots are back in front. Or is that Deion Lewis? Uh, that was Gillisley. That was Gillisley, and he goes in with ease, and the Patriots now have a six-point lead with an extra point on the way. And I got to tell you, Coach, I mean, you probably are aware of this, especially with your time working there. Like, there are NFL fans all over the country right now looking at this football game and the Patriots being ahead by seven with everything that's taken place and going, you got, you got to be kidding me, NFL. You've got to be kidding me. Like, this is a very frustrating game, even for just – the average viewer, because of the call that took place earlier. It feels like, by and large, the Bills have outplayed the Patriots, uh, and they trail by seven, and it's largely the the officials have had a big hand in it. Well, I mean, with that one call for sure, and uh, it just looks like a sloppy game by the officials. But uh, the one thing is, you know, as a fan, and you're watching New England, uh, they always seem to no, they're not they're being outplayed, but they're up by seven. Right. Like I mean the, you <laughs> know they, they get it. They know they know how to play better than anybody, but these Bills have come to play today and this game's a long way from over. They got a whole quarter to go. Oh, no question about it. The uh, Bucks have added a field goal. Nineteen fifteen, they lead the Panthers now. Uh Cam Newton uh left this game momentarily. He's back. Uh but man, this is uh this is now a scary uh, proposition for their playoff hopes. They're ten and four, but if they somehow at home stumble against the Bucks today, fall to ten and five, that brings a lot of other teams in because they play Atlanta next week. Um, Atlanta looks like is going to be a game back, but someone else in the NFL is going to be nine and six. The Lions might be the winner of the Cowboys Seahawks game. So the Panthers' playoff hopes uh, would uh, would certainly take a hit. If uh, if they stumble in this game today, nineteen to fifteen is the score. Um, by the way, we should also pass along. We just watched a video together during the break of <laughs> Brock Osweiler in Washington. Woo. The Redskins lead the Broncos twenty to three, 
And uh, how would you describe that sideline that we watched? It did look good. I mean, this Osweiler is pouring his heart and soul out there, yelling and trying to get his teammates fired up. And there's not one teammate not on the bench, not standing next to him, that even looks at him. I've never seen anything like Like, there's nobody paying attention to him. (laughs) Zero. That's right. I didn't even think he was paying attention to himself. No, he was screaming up and down the sideline. He put everything he had into it. I mean, he's going crazy, and the video pans across the sideline, and there wasn't even a ball boy paying attention. I don't think anybody heard one word he said. Unbelievable. (laughs) That is. Um, The Denver Broncos quarterbacking situation this year, um, I think, ranks right up there with all the bad ones around the NFL. That's the worst, isn't it? Him and Al Riveron, I mean, they're, that's a bad situation for those guys. I'm putting him up there with the Denver Bronco quarterback situation. I, you know, the Broncos, though, it's interesting to see what they do. Like, I, obviously, they need a quarterback, but it does feel like a situation that isn't going to say, hey, let's go get a rookie. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin breaking into the open field against the Patriots. Uh, that's going to go into Patriot territory. Um, it feels like a team that wouldn't necessarily go for a rookie. They may, you know, try to find a free agent situation. Um, it seems to me that's that's probably right. I yeah, mean, no question. If I'm Denver, oh, yeah, they got I'm the in, number one defense in football. Right, they I mean, have to get a quarterback, and they're and they're right in it next year. If I'm Denver, I'm interested in Eli Manning. If I'm Denver, yep. I'm interested in Kirk Cousins. If I'm Denver, I'm interested in Alex Smith. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to trade him within the division, uh, but I'm interested in all those guys. If I'm the right. Denver Broncos, oh, the, without a doubt. I mean, that, they've got to get a veteran quarterback. Because that's all they need is a real, you know, a, a real legitimate NFL quarterback. All right, a couple things to uh, update you on. The Bengals have taken the lead on the Lions. The Bengals lost Joe Mixon early in this game. Uh, but Andy Dalton has now got a touchdown pass, and they have gone in front of the Lions 16-10. to That would be horrible and actually season-ending for the Lions if they can't get the win here. And the Rams, each time they do something good – the Titans have the answer. DeMarco Murray, a touchdown run, and they have evened it back up in Tennessee. Late third quarter, Rams 20, Titans 20, and this is a huge game across the AFC uh, for uh, playoff implications. Their own, obviously, but a lot of other teams as well. They'll be the, yeah. one of the wild card leaders if they can get a win today. I mean, this is what happens at the end of the year. Playoffs are involved, you know, all that stuff. There's so many great games today. It's been fun to watch. No doubt. All right, the Jets are punting it away to the Chargers. We're early fourth quarter now in this game. Chargers will get the ball back. Uh, Let's see. Travis Benjamin will field it at his eight. He'll run it. He's got a lane. Here goes Travis Benjamin. See you later. He's going to run by the kicker. What a huge play. Are there any flags on the field? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Did you notice that I said flag before oh, it yeah. even no, showed up? Because the, the, char- well, the Chargers are the Chargers. Look at Phillip Rivers on the sideline. He knows. God. He's not celebrating at all. Benjamin now turns around and sees the uh, the news that there's a flag on the field, and the officials seem to be pointing back in that direction. So the Chargers, instead of taking a two-touchdown lead, they're going to be backed up deep in their own zone. Here's the official call. What do they got? They're going to call a hold on the Chargers. Uh, so move it back godly. and erase that one off of the scoreboard. Uh, meantime, Falcons keep on trying. They're still Doesn't down matter. by 17, but they've moved the ball back into Saints territory yet again. Uh, Rams drive stalls. Titans <coughs> get it back. 250 to go third quarter, 20 to 20 in that game. Um, and the Titans now will have an opportunity to go take the lead. 
The Chargers will have the ball, but deep in their own territory. Uh, Chiefs threatening again, up 10. The final play of the third quarter just went through, and the Chiefs are going to have a first and 10 at the Dolphin 30-yard line. Uh, By the way, back to that Lions game, they do trail by six, but they have the ball just shy of midfield, still 12-20 to go in that one. Uh, Going back to this Saints team, they're in great shape today. What kind of chances do you give them in the playoffs to actually be the team that comes out of the NFC? Well, I tell you what, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, if Minnesota gets home field advantage throughout the playoffs, that's a team to me that scares me because their defense can stop the Saints offense and, you know, they absolutely annihilated the Saints the first game of the year. Yep. So, you know, with uh, Bradford at quarterback, but that's the team that scares me. Other than that, I think the Saints are playing as good as anybody and they're healthy. I know they talk about having, well, this defensive starter's out. Well, actually, the backup is playing better than the star. A.J. Klein is not Dick Butkus. Uh, Manti Teo is playing better than he is. So yeah. the simple fact is they got better by those injuries. And and uh, so I really like this team's chances. And look, they're stoning this this vaunted offense of the Falcons. I mean, holding them to three points. Yep. I mean, this is an outstanding defensive performance. Two goal line stands, yep. albeit one of them know, was a fumble. Yep. You know, one, two. You know, had the fumble where the guy ran into the back of the center, and then uh, he gets caught again. I mean, you tip your hats off to them, and they are doing a fantastic job. And and trust me, the Saints aren't easy to beat at home. All right, and they're forcing a fourth and seven for the Falcons right now. Of course, they'll go for it, down by seventeen points. Uh, but a fourth and seven inside. Oh no! Check that. They're going to go for the field goal, make it a two score game. It's twenty to three. Uh, just over 10 minutes to go. Field goal is up, and it's good. So it is now 20-6 to six in New Orleans. Uh, here comes Buffalo. They're going to tr- – now this is an interesting call. I think I would have gone for it here. It's fourth and a yard. They're going to go for a long field goal instead. Even if they get it, they're still down by four points here in the fourth quarter, Coach. They're trying to set a record with the field goal kicker. He's, in- he's already got the record, most 50-yard field goals. This kid's had an unbelievable year. Yes, but you know, think about it. this: is the same coach that, that didn't go for it on fourth and one in overtime in the snow game. And the fifty-yarder misses it's it. It's no the way. good. Yeah, I yeah. I do not uh, like I mean, that call it's hard, at all. It's hard to play. It's here's the thing: when you go in, you have a meeting the night before with the coaching staff and say, "Okay, look, I'm going to need three great fourth down plays. Got to have it plays because look." We're going to have to go for it. We're going to have to do something different. We're playing the world champions. To beat them at their place, you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to outscore them. And, uh, you know, by trying to kick the field goal, boy, that's awfully conservative, uh, you know, for for a coach that really has had his team ready to play. Just uh, No doubt. He's got to be ready, too. Yeah, frustrating day for the Bills so far in New England, but long way to go and only a one-score game. All right, let's get David Gascon in here. Full scoreboard update and who knows what else. Uh, you know, you, you hand the baton over to David Gascon. Uh, anything could happen. What's going on, Dave? Not much. Uh, Julius Peppers is get himself paid today. He recorded another sack, and it triggered a bonus. So $750,000 in bonuses coming his way with his 11th sack of the season. Wow. So. It's a good payday for somebody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. There you go. <laughs> Just some pocket change for Peppers. Anyways, on the field to play, Saints and Falcons. Second and nine from the Falcon 26. Breeze inside handoff. Ingram down to the 15. Inside the 10. Running for the pylon. 
Touchdown, Mark Ingram! 26 yards. Saints Radio Network, they're on top 20-6. to six. That ballgame is on Fox. And for all the love today for Todd Gurley, he's got 238 total yards in the game, two TDs. But the Titans are on the move, and they lead, or the ballgame's tied at the end of three quarters. They're looking to take the lead. It's 20 apiece. Chargers on top of the Jets, 14-7. Redskins all over the Broncos, 20-3. Buffalo missed their long field goal attempt from 50 yards out. Patriots in the fourth quarter on top, 23-16. Steven Goskowski, three field goals in that affair. Bengals lead the Lions 16-10, and the Buccaneers and Panthers, they're going at it. Here's the snap, shotgun, Winston has time, looks, looks, tops the shoulder, rolls to his right, now he's going to run. Winston throws the ball upfield, caught, ball, touchdown, Tampa Bay, in the end zone. Buccaneers first touchdown of the game, and Bobo Wilson, a rookie, has his first career touchdown catch. Buccaneers Radio Network, they lead in Carolina 19-15. Patrick Murray's got four field goals in this game. One uh, last week, he missed a game-tying field goal. So, again, Tampa Bay is on top, about 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. And the Bears on top of the Browns, 20-3. Cleveland in danger of going 0-15. Oh, not in danger of. They are. Uh, that's happening. All right, thanks, Dave. Great stuff. Uh, love as an army. You can join the fight. Help the Salvation Army for those in need all over our community this Christmas by going to foxsportsradio.com. Click the red kettle icon to donate. Call 1-833-SAL-JOIN. Oh, those Chiefs in the red zone. Uh, they've been good today, uh, but they get in the red zone and everything just looks like it tightens all up. They had a second and goal at the three, handed to Kareem Hunt, got two yards out of it, but a holding call is going to knock them all the way back outside the 10-yard line. So now second and goal coming up for the Chiefs. They lead by 10. Coach, a touchdown here, and you got to think the AFC West is theirs. 13 minutes left to go, up 23-13 over the Dolphins, but now back at the 13-yard line. So what do you do for Alex Smith here? I think you protect the team because uh, if they catch a, kick a field goal here, it's probably over. So, uh, you know, with the time running on, yeah. on it and, uh, and all that and the way, you know, the Dolphins' offense is played. So I like the Chiefs' chances to be uh, the AFC West champion. Yeah, either way, sure. But, uh, I, you know, field goal still keeps it a two-score game. No, no. Touch, I, I, trust touchdown. me, I know you're wanting that touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. touchdown buries them. <laughs> <laughs> touchdown absolutely buries them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't give them any hope. I mean, that's that's exactly right. But uh, we'll see if, if uh, Alex Smith can pull the trigger like he did on that Kelsey throw yeah. for a touchdown. He gets three yards on a Kareem Hunt catch there. So now it's third and goal from the 11. Smith back looking up the middle. Now he's potentially going to run. He throws. It is incomplete. Nothing there. Looking for Sharkandrick West. So that'll bring up fourth goal, fourth and go, uh, goal, and it'll bring up a field goal try for the Kansas City Chiefs. Meantime, Brady right down the field. Fourth quarter time at home against Buffalo. And just like that, Buffalo has been in it all day. And uh, now suddenly it looks like Tom Brady kind of has his, uh, his foot on the throat of the collective Bills. Yeah, it looks like Tom Brady's being Tom Brady. The Patriots are being the Patriots. So, uh, interesting decision to, to try to kick the field goal on fourth and one. And when that one sailed wide, I think the whole team just burst. Um, the Chiefs will line up for a field goal. It's a 29-yard attempt, and it's good. So it is now 26-13, to 13, the Chiefs lead. Meantime, that Jets-Chargers game, not over yet. Big third down conversion throw to Keenan Allen moments ago dropped. So the Jets get the ball, and now they've moved it up to just around midfield or so. Um, but a uh, first and 10 carry for Matt Forte goes nowhere 
second and 10 coming up. Saints up 20 to 6 have moved the ball back into Falcon territory. There goes Kamara for a run of about seven or eight yards. He hasn't done anything eye popping today, but just been his normal solid self. Uh, seven catches, 58 yards, and about 30 yards on the ground as well. Um, although uh, that run that he just uh, performed is going to get called back because of a hold. All right, back to New England. Second and 11, Brady, play uh, play action, and he's going to go down. Uh, that'll probably go as a rush. He might have gained about a half yard there, but third down is coming up uh, for Tom Brady and company. So what's your take as we look at Brady? What's your take on what happened this week with the whole Alex Guerrero thing? Uh, what might you even know about that? Like why, yeah, did, Bill Bel- why did Bill Belichick or, or who's feeling threatened there? Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I mean – you know, they have training staff there. He's got his own personal guy. He's had him. He obviously works well with him. Uh, so, you know, I think I think there might be a story there and all that. But, look, the Patriots are going to play football. They're not They're not going to have this be a distraction as they go walk in the end zone on screen pass. Screen pass, Deion so Lewis, just, touchdown. You know, it's something that everybody wants to make a big deal out of. But trust me, when it gets between those white lines – that team is together, and that team's just playing football. Are you buying the idea that there's something going on there? Bill no. Belichick, Robert Kraft, no. the, the, the Brady thing with Garoppolo. Bill's mad that Garoppolo was forced. Well, to even be if traded. he's mad, if 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 that's really a story, even if he's mad, then why is Kraft going to let him trade him? You know, there's no way. Uh, uh, this is not not the way it is. Uh, you know, so they could be uh, guys rub each other wrong. They've been together for how many years? Yeah. I mean, shoot. I fight with my wife sometimes. Doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't mean I'm gonna leave her. It doesn't mean she's gonna leave well maybe she does. She might end, but yeah, yeah but I mean the thing is, you know, people they, they, they their relationship probably gets stronger by all this. I mean that's the way it is. And especially when it comes down to playing playoff games, your heart and soul and blood and everything's in them. They're going to be together. Okay. Patriots now up by 14. Extra point good. 30-16 to 16 is the uh, score. We got a field goal on the board, Coach, for the Tennessee Titans. And with 14-46 to go in the game, the Titans have taken the lead on the Rams 23-20. to 20. Uh, The teams that are most uh, scared about this right now are the Bills and the Chargers. Uh, Bills especially because they're losing their football game right now. Um, the Titans, if they get to nine and six, honestly, I'd have to look this up to see if the Bills and Chargers are even still alive. Uh, because I don't, I don't think the Chargers can beat the Titans in a tiebreaker. I don't think the Bills can either. Rob, will you look that up for us? What do we I got? got it right here for you? Actually, according to Dan Wojcicki, Chargers eliminated from the playoffs officially if the Chiefs and the Titans both win today. There it is. And the Chiefs are going to win, it appears. They're up by 13 with 12 minutes to go. The Titans only up by a field goal. 14-minute mark. Rams have the ball. So uh, that one's still uh, up in the air. But uh, the Chargers are doing their part so far. They lead 14-7 in New York. uh, But if the Titans and Chiefs hold their current leads, uh, that's going to be a wrap for the Chargers. How, how about this one? How about if uh, Seattle wins out and the Rams lose their last two? Um, well, let's see. I don't know who has the tiebreaker there. So you're saying if they all end up 10-6, and six, they split their games head-to-head right. this year. So um, I would think, does it go next to division record or conference record? Well, I know it goes head-to-head. I think it goes to uh, division uh, the uh the second thing. Yeah, so. and the vision record right now, they both stand at four and one. 
the conference record right now, the Rams have a half-game lead, uh, but you're also presupposing that the Rams lose their final two games. I, I don't know who And they their last game on New Year's Eve, they're hosting the 49ers. They're suddenly better than, uh, yeah. than the previous Niners. I mean, that would be interesting. So I bet Seattle plays well, the other team, probably the Cardinals. Arizona. And so if the Rams were to lose that game, Seattle gets wow. the division record and, and what, would have it. Playoff football, man. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's not over yet. But the Rams still might have a lot to say about this. Absolutely. Uh, plenty of time left on the board there. The Detroit Lions have just gone back in front of the Bengals. It's a touchdown run for Green. Lions 17, Bengals 16, nine minutes to go that ball game. So we're coming down the stretch. We'll follow it the whole way with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. All right, happy holidays, everybody. Live Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Do you want to know of the many reasons I like being in here with you on the weekends, Coach? (laughs) What's that? I think when you're a fan (laughs) or a media person, it's so easy to look at the television and be like, boy, these coaches don't know what they're doing. And there's all kinds of stuff that is going on on the sideline and going into their decision-making process that we don't know about. But when I hear you say it, then I'm (laughs) like, see, no, now he's been on the sideline and you too are sitting here with me wondering why these AFC East coaches are going for field goals in situations that don't help them. The Bills try a 50-yarder down seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah, a 50-yarder doesn't go in. The Dolphins just tried a field goal, a long one, missed it. If it had gone in, it would have trimmed the lead to 10 with, nine with minutes 10 to minutes to go. Right, nine minutes What the to hell go. are you even kicking that it's, for? Uh, it's just strange. I think a lot of guys, these are young coaches. I mean, you know, look, it's first time, I guess, you know, I guess they weren't around for clock management, but uh, <laughs> they need to work for Belichick, and uh, they'll learn that. Uh, it's, it's strange, though, because it's every week. Do you, need like, to, do you need to work for Belichick or to know that? understand the game. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, look, I'm just saying that from my own experience. Yeah. <laughs> look, when I, when I went to Belichick, I, I had all the answers. But I learned so much from him and so much in time management. And, you know, the people on his tree understand how important that is. If you've ever been around him, you realize how much detail there is and how much you've got to work for him. Everybody else in the league that hasn't, they don't seem to have that detail. They don't have the details figured out like he does. And you get these young hotshot coaches, man, there, man, is he impressive. He looks good in the program. He does great. Well, he has no idea about clock management, and it shows up here. Like, these are two big games, and they're two blown calls. Yeah, no question about it. All right, the Saints are in position to maybe make it a three-score game again. Uh, it is fourth down. They lead 20-6. to six. There's 3.38 in the game. Um, a field goal here would effectively, you would think, end it. Um, I believe they're sending the field goal unit back out onto the field. It's fourth and three coming up. We're keeping an eye on that. Well, they got to be. I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah, they're. I John mean, right? a few huddles broke. He's going to put his field goal <laughs> okay. kicker out there. All right, so Will Lutz coming onto the field with what would be huge for the Saints divisional situation. Uh, remember. Right now, the Carolina Panthers continue to trail at home against the Bucs 19-15. As long as the Saints win here, if the Panthers lose, 
Uh, in fact, even if the Saints just win here and that right. field goal it's, is good, that's over. it. This is a right. win for the division, and the and, Saints are now up by three scores with less than four minutes to go. And they're fighting for home field. I that's mean, right. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, absolutely. So now, and the Patriots are also in the process of maybe taking things down for the Bills. They're in Bills territory. They lead by 14, 5.57 to go. The big game also, to pass along, the Rams did answer. They went and got a touchdown. They're back in front of the Tennessee Titans. That's huge. Cooper Cup with the touchdown catch, 27-23. to Rams lead, and the Titans' follow-up possession uh, has already stalled, and they're about to punt. So the Rams have the four-point lead. They're about to get the ball. Ten-minute mark there. This one's interesting. Coach, look who's at the 20-yard line. That would be the New York Jets. Oh, boy. Only down. J-E-T-E Jets. <laughs> I, think they, I think they moved the ball because Bosa beat the tackle so bad, but he hit the quarterback so hard. Hit him late. They hit him with 15 yards. All right. So um, the, uh, the Jets are in position here. Uh, this would be so appropriate, wouldn't it? Just as the Chargers are getting a nice lead now from the Patriots and the Rams move back in front. Um, and those are the two teams they need to win. You've got to remember to win your own game. They you leave. can't watch the scoreboard. You've got to win your game. That always works. When you don't pay attention to anybody else's, just focus on winning the game. I mean, that, that'll work. That's your best medicine. All right, there's Bilal Powell for two yards. So this is going to set up a third and seven for the Jets. It's 14-7. to seven. The Chargers lead. There's about 3.15 to go in the game. So this is four down territory for sure. Uh, the Jets have a third and seven coming up. Uh, meantime, yeah. the Chiefs are trying to suck the clock dry over there against Miami. They're up that 20, one's over. Yeah, 26-13, and uh, they've got a first down and 15, yeah. now a second and uh, 13 coming up. How about that midfield. Rams that, that uh, you know, Goff with four TD passes today? Looking I mean, phenomenal. That- that is fantastic. What a selection by Fisher and those guys. All right, third and seven over the middle, incomplete from Bryce <laughs> Petty. Uh, no flag, fourth and seven coming up. Bengals just got a field goal back in front of the Lions, 442 That was to a go. scary game because you got three starting offensive linemen out for Detroit. So when you saw it, it's like if, if, the, if Cincinnati hadn't completely quit, that that was going to be a tough game, and it's coming down to the wire like like everybody expected. All right, nineteen seventeen, Bengals lead it, but four minutes to go. Lions getting the ball. Uh, meantime, let's follow along on this. Uh, basically, the game play right here. The there Jets, it is. fourth and seven, three eleven to go. They've got all their timeouts, so if they don't get it, it's not technically over. Over, but they need this down by seven. Bryce Petty back to pass, looks for the end zone, throws incomplete. No. He went for Robbie Anderson, coverage by Casey Hayward. Oh, bad throw. Yeah, and it was a terrible throw. He just threw it to the wrong side of it. <laughs> he threw it to the sideline, yeah. he had a chance. Not good. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's Jets football. Chargers take over on downs <laughs> and lead by good seven. Good discipline, though. Is that Hayward? Yep, absolutely. That's great discipline by him. All right, third and eight for the Chiefs. They're at the Dolphins' 47-yard line. Again, they're trying to run clock under six minutes now. Up 26-13. Alex Smith oh, out to the flat. He's going to get a first down as Albert Wilson with the catch and run. Alex Smith took a huge hit uh, right there as he delivered that ball. Okay, meantime. Gurley's game, the MVP, 153 yards receiving and over 100 yards rushing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It, I mean, we made uh, when David Gascon played earlier that call. <laughs> 
uh, where the Rams announcer was like, <laughs> he's at the 10, he's at the 5, MVP. You know, I, I, we made fun of it. I can't say I disagree I'm with him, though. You, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. He's making a believer out of me. And what a great job. Whitworth doesn't make the Pro Bowl. How do you figure that? And what a great job those those coaches have done. McFay and Aaron Cromer, those guys have done a fantastic job. How do you feel about their chances to make January noise? I love them. I, I think those two teams, Minnesota and them, and also now the way the Saints are playing, wow, there's three really good teams. And, and I'm not sure who gets the home field advantage if uh, the Rams win out and the Saints lose a game. If, well, if they the, the, Rams, lose. the Rams played the Saints and they beat them. Right. So, so the they Rams, would hold, are, yeah, they, yeah, they would over the Saints, but of course the Vikings and Eagles uh, are also right. involved in there this conversation. Yep. They've both beaten the Rams. And uh, right now are ahead some of them good in the teams standings are going to be well. playing in that oh, first man. week. There's going to be some great teams in the NFC that don't even make the playoffs. I mean, right. when you start thinking about the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Lions, the Cowboys, all these teams, uh, most of them are not even going to make the dance. Right. No, it's unbelievable. What a, what a year in the NFC. And look, they're going to have to play, you know, probably the Patriots as they – just they're pounding the Bills now, thirty-seven, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, they that one's all wrapped up and over. Uh, Rams right now trying to get out of the shadow of their own end zone. Uh, there's a completion on second and fourteen from Jared Goff to Cooper Cup, uh, but it's going to set up third and long. Right now, plenty of time on that clock, so this is a nail biter game for sure. Rams twenty-seven, Titans twenty-three, nine forty to go in the game, and the Rams have a third and ten coming up from about their own 15-yard line. So that is absolutely one of the games that we're going to follow along closely. Saints have the their division in hand, leading 23-6. to The Patriots have their game in hand. They're going to win and continue to be the one seed. Chargers taking over the ball. They're going to try to run out the clock and get a win in New York today. We'll have all of that <laughs> unfold coming up. Oh, man, down the stretch we come. We got some big games with some big completions right now. Routes. Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. Yeah, it's so funny to just – so funny to think about Cam Newton and, and game-winning drives. And Routes. All of these things. Yeah, so the Panthers with a fourth and one inside the five, and they get a yard and an inch. First down, I think – here come the chains. <laughs> if they're short, the Bucks get the ball and the win. If they get it, the Panthers have first and goal. And the chain says, oh, my gosh. First down, bring that out. That is a first down. The, get the your index card index out. Card. <laughs> it's too soon, bro. Wow, that was really close. <laughs> oh, it's first and goal. So here's the situation now. 36 seconds to go on the, in the game. The Bucks have 19. The Panthers have 15. The Panthers have no timeouts, but they've got a first and goal at the two-yard line. So they need to get in the end zone to win. Um, and uh, actually, let's call them, uh, yeah, at the two-yard line, right at the two. Meantime, we're also watching Rams-Titans. The Rams have just gotten the ball back and lead by four, but still seven minutes and change to go in that game. So the Rams are in good shape, but the clock uh, still leaving the Titans very much a chance. Um, first and goal for the Panthers. We'll bring that to you. Chiefs have moved the ball back into scoring territory. I don't know how interested they are in scoring, though. At this point, they're simply running the clock out. They lead 29-13, two and a half to go in the game. The Chiefs are going to win the AFC West with this victory. 
Um, meantime, uh, the Chargers did finally have to punt, but they got one first down, which put the Jets in a very difficult spot. Uh, oh, no, check that. The Chargers still have the ball. Uh, Jets have one timeout to go, um, but uh, I don't think it's going to be enough to stop the clock in time. There's a third down coming up. Yeah, the Jets could potentially get the ball back with about 10 seconds and the whole field to go. So they need a miracle. They trail 14-7. to Um, So that's the situation right now. The Bengals are also trying to hold off the Lions. Bengals have the ball and a two-point lead, 2.34 to go. Um, Chargers will run the ball into the middle of the line. Jets will call their last timeout. 15 seconds left to go there. Um, Here comes the play in Carolina, and it is Cam Newton – into the Gotta end zone for a touchdown. There it is. He yeah. fumbled the snap and decided to just pick it up and run it in. <laughs> that probably should have been the call from the get-go, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime that ball's inside about the eight-yard line, Cam's going to call his own number, and I don't blame him. I mean, hey, what a great game, though. Tampa Bay playing as hard as they could, but now Carolina's still in it, and now New Orleans has to play that last week. Yep, absolutely. Well, no, New Orleans has got the tiebreaker on Carolina. Oh, you're right. No, they'll they'll have the same record. Right. Yes, they have to win. You are correct. Yep. Uh, they do have to win. Um, and so uh, the Panthers also, I believe, Rob, would you check this for me? Does this win clinch a wild card spot, at least for Carolina? I believe it does. This would send them to eleven and four. Saints have already gotten to eleven and four. Uh, the clock has already gone final for them. Actually, no, a few seconds left to go. But it's twenty three to thirteen now. In New Orleans, the Falcons did get a score. Uh, Matt Ryan hit Tevin Coleman for a touchdown, but uh, the Saints still lead by 10, less than a minute to go in that game. So Saints, Panthers, both going to get wins today. Both go to 11-4. and four. We'll give the Bucks a chance. There's 35 seconds to go. Bucks do have one timeout and now trail 22-19. to 19. All right, what's the, what's the word on that one? I'm still reading it up here, but it looks like it's going to depend on the uh, Seahawks-Cowboys game. Today. I'm going to I'm going to challenge you on that one because the winner of that game comes out as nine and six, and the Panthers will be eleven and four with one week to go. Oh, correct. You're I right. Mean, the Panthers I'm, clinch I'm a playoff spot. Wrong. You're right? right. You're right. Panthers clinch in. a playoff spot with this victory. Uh, but again, thirty-five seconds for the Bucks. Uh, here comes the miracle play for the Jets. Here we go. Complete over the middle to Robbie Anderson, and here comes the throw it around the field deal. Big old fat lineman have it, throwing it around. Here we go, and it's going to end up being a fumble. Chargers will recover it. Chargers win. All right, so the Chargers hold up their end of the bargain. The Patriots help them. What they now need to get to next weekend is the Rams to hang on in Tennessee, and they lead by four and have the ball, about five and change to go in this game. Yeah, absolutely, and and uh, what a comeback. You think where the Chargers started this season. <laughs> 0-4, oh. to be in that, and, and the only other team that ever did it before to get in was the Chargers. That's just crazy. So they got a heck, you know, at least they're going into the last week in the hunt. In the hunt. You know, so that's all you can ask for, starting 0-4. Well, and so here's the scenario it pushes to next week, and again, we are presupposing a Rams win in Tennessee, which is not a guarantee by any stretch. However, it is looking pretty good. Uh, they're now under five minutes to go trying to run some clock. They're in Tennessee territory. They lead by four. Uh, The scenario would set up, uh, especially with Buffalo losing today, Buffalo is now no longer of concern to the Chargers because they have caught them and they hold a head-to-head tiebreaker over them. The team they need now to lose again next week is Tennessee. 
Tennessee is hosting Jacksonville. So right. who's playing for a lot? They could be. They could they, be. Could be playing for a first game. round bye right, potentially. Right, absolutely. Yep. Uh, they've got a game against the 49ers coming up in a little bit. So if Tennessee loses that game against Jacksonville, what it will set up is one of the greatest scenes the NFL might have to offer. Think of everything going on in at least mentally, for the Chargers that day. Oh, man. They will take the field on New Year's Eve. On a road game at home. In a soccer stadium (laughs) filled with screaming, foaming-at-the-mouth Raiders fans. And they will need to win in order to get to the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a crazy (laughs) scenario. (laughs) That sounds delicious to me. What is a shame is, first of all, how can you win all these games with the Chargers it would basically every game you play is a road game. Well, I that's mean, Anthony thing. Lynn's first year as a head coach. And they were 0-4. you got to admit, what a great coaching job he's done. First of all, to keep the team together in such crazy situations and 0-4, missed field goals. and I mean, it's unbelievable. So what a great job that entire staff has done. All right, Jared Goff with an incomplete pass on third and 11. Oh, this, so, guy, this is a bad scene here. Uh, all right, what do we got going well, on in Carolina? Uh, well, with is that Winston? Jameis Winston? Yeah, yeah, that's a bad scene there. That doesn't show you're that big of a competitor. It's 22-19. Look. You don't oh, need to do that. Oh, he's taking his helmet like, off. Come on now. now, who's he upset at, Coach? Ah, uh, that's great. They fumbled the ball out. That's, you know, that's a shame. That well, you know, you got to hold your composure better. You're the leader of the team, and uh, look, they played their hearts out, and he played 367 yards passing for Winston in that game. I mean, you can't tell me that kid and six incompletions all game. That's it. I mean, that kid played his heart out. But you need to finish it a better way than that. Well, I, I see that he's also – what he's getting upset at is he felt like a Carolina Panther defender uh, was taking some liberties with Winston on the ground, um, and it was also a fumble in the meantime. So the Panthers will take it over. They'll take a knee. The Panthers win. They do clinch a playoff spot. They are headed to the playoffs. Winston is about to run out on the field again. Somebody better get into the locker room. This is the big question with Jameis Winston. Nobody questions the arm talent. Nobody questions the way he looks when things are going well. It's this kind of stuff. What he pulled in New Orleans earlier this year, this kind of stuff, uh, it just doesn't work at the quarterback position in the National Football League. Right. You hate to see him do this because, look, the kid is an ultimate competitor. He's a super talented kid. It's just, uh, you know, come on, you don't need to do this anymore. I mean, you know, it's not, uh, not what you need to do. All right, so our attention now goes back to Tennessee where the Titans have just gotten the ball. Rams stalled, had to punt. Titans take over well into their own territory, but they only trail by four, and we're now inside of four minutes to go in this game. On the first down play, Marcus Mariota uh, scrambles for eight yards. So now, at their own 28, a second and two coming up, 3.16 to go. Titans have all of their timeouts. They'll run it up the middle. They'll get a first down and a little bit more from Murray, who gets to the 38-yard line. So keeping a very good eye on this drive, again, lots of scenarios at play. If the Rams can hang on and win, they clinch the NFC West. It also means the Chargers are still very much alive and the Bills moving into next week's NFL action for a wild card spot. If the Titans win, however, that would eliminate the Chargers. And Rob, if you could check this for me, if the Titans win, what is the scenario between the Titans and the Bills in a potential head-to-head tie because if the Titans hold that tiebreaker, the Titans clinch a playoff spot with this win. 
based on other things that have happened out there today. So that would, and it would also eliminate the Raiders and the Dolphins have already been eliminated by virtue of their loss in Kansas City today. So a lot going on on this drive for Marcus Mariota. <laughs> You're not kidding. I mean, that's uh, that's exactly right. The, you know, if the Bills are still in it, all they got to do is beat Miami. You know, and look, I, you know, I understand. Hey, they still got to win that game, but shoot, Miami is so up and down, and and uh, I think the Bills, if they're in that scenario, I think they can win that game. Yeah, they're officially down to 8-7 and seven as they fall to the Patriots today, 37-16. to 16. All right, so we're going to watch this final drive for Tennessee. Two and a half to go. They trail by four. Got a second and eight coming up, and they're approaching midfield against the Rams. Good stuff here coming up on Red Zone Radio. Okay, Coach, everything we've set up. With the Rams and Titans comes down to this. There's a minute 45 to go. And the Titans have a fourth and four. Just across midfield. They trail by four. The Rams are going to win if they can stop the Titans here. They're at the Rams' 44-yard line. There's a ton on the line in both conferences on this play. Mariota back looking. Throw. Nope, he's going to roll to his right. He's in trouble. He's going down. Sacked without even getting the ball off? sacked, never got the ball off. The Rams have won the NFC West, and the Chargers will make it to next week. That's what just happened on that play. It also keeps the Bills very much. They were alive either way, but they're more alive now. Um, What else just took place? (laughs) There was a lot. How do you not actually get a throw off? So he pump faked early. And then he rolled out right, There's and he just kind of ran out of steam. Like. Yeah, there was the pump fake. Now he rolls right. There's no one open, uh, but the eventual sack was not much. He barely got touched. Down he goes. Minute 35 to go. Titans only have one timeout, oh, so he... victory formation should take over now for the Rams. 27-23, and they win the NFC West. How about that? Sean McVay, good stuff. Wow, great stuff. And and that team has, has looked so good all year at all their facets. Hopefully, it'll be interesting to see how the kicker did today, uh, considering you know, they lost that uh, Pro Bowl kicker. Yeah, well, outside of the missed extra point to start the game, um, I think he did, uh, he did well. He did fine. Uh, Todd Gurley's going to get another carry here. I'm not exactly sure why they're not going victory formation. I know the Titans have a timeout, but so what? Uh, just kneel now a few times, but uh, that's what they'll do coming up next year. So that should be the end of Gurley's day. Are you ready for these numbers? Gurley, 20 carries, 113 yards, and 10 catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. So just rushing and receiving alone, that's 271 yards on 30 touches and two touchdowns. Maybe he is the MVP. I'm telling you, he's got to be, doesn't he? I mean, it's – They're now 11-4. and 11-4. and It's him or Brady probably, and – you know, shoot, I'm, I tell you what, he's doing everything for that team. He's leading the league in uh, rushing touchdowns, too. I know that. Now, of significance also, as the Titans will go into next week still hoping for a playoff spot, moments ago, DeMarco Murray had to be helped off of the field and was very ginger on his foot. Uh, now, they've got they another got Henry. They got another very good option in Derrick Henry, but uh, to be sure, one of their big weapons at the moment would be a question mark for next week's game, which is a home game against Jacksonville. Um, so that's a fascinating matchup that could certainly go either way. Speaking of Jacksonville, um, Coach, I'm ready to throw caution to the wind. I do not care if I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm done. I'm convinced. 
I am all in. Jimmy Garoppolo is the deal. This opening drive against Saxonville, everyone, oh, well, not this week. Now he's got to go against Jacksonville. Hot knife through butter, 7-0 49ers. Garoppolo on the opening drive, 5 of 6, 75 yards, and then he takes it into the end zone himself with a touchdown run. That's how this game started. No, I mean, it's impressive. A guy, look, everybody knows he's super talent. Uh, that's why we were shocked when we heard the news he'd been traded for a second-round pick. Uh, it's strange that, that that would happen, but uh, he's a fantastic prospect. And, and you know, I love the news when they said, well, you know, we're just going to play him this year without a long-term. Oh, I guarantee he's a long-term solution for them. <laughs> There's no way in hell they're not going to try to sign him for long-term. And, and uh, you know, I know people are saying, well, he could be the highest-paid player. Well, that won't happen, but I promise you he's going to get paid handsomely, but he's not going anywhere. The Niners aren't, aren't going to give up a second-round pick and see how good he is, have this kid look like a franchise quarterback, and then let him go anywhere besides there in San Francisco. No, he's the news in the Bay Area right now. It's been uh, fascinating to watch there. They've got the Golden State Warriors doing their thing with the best record in the West and just being what they are. You also had Hot Stove with a, uh, lots of you know John Carlos Stanton rumors and all these things going on in San Francisco. And in the last three weeks, the story actually has been Jimmy Garoppolo. They've found their guy. Uh, they call him Jimmy GQ. Um, I'm, I'm sure every female in the Bay Area is just as excited as every male. <laughs> like they are, t- I mean, it is just taking over everything up there. Uh, and the 49ers look, uh, they, they look like a completely Andy, different Andy team. And he can sell out that stadium yep. again. So, you know, I mean, yeah, there's too much good, you know, good uh, news going on out there. I think they went after the wrong Marlin. They went and got Longoria instead of uh, Giancarlo. <laughs> um, the uh, the Lions have been eliminated from the playoffs. They lose in Cincinnati today, twenty six to seventeen. So that's a wrap for them. The NFC starting to become a little clearer. Here's what you're going to get: the Falcons losing at New Orleans today puts them at nine and six. The Panthers win. Uh, today get a playoff spot, still have a shot in the division, but for the moment, the Panthers are sitting as the top wildcard team, the five seed. The six seed, right now it's the Falcons at nine and six, but there are two eight and six teams just about to kick off. The Seahawks and the Cowboys, whoever wins this game, is going to then battle Atlanta essentially next week to see if they can get into the playoffs. Remember, if it's Seattle, there's a head-to-head against the Falcons that the Falcons won. So the Falcons would have the tiebreaker there. Lots of scenarios. What do you think today, Seattle-Dallas? This is an interesting Well, I game. think it's huge. I think uh, Dallas, I think they're going to win this game. And, and uh, look, Seattle's still got a lot to, to play for, but they played – they took their, their stinger took a little hit uh, last week when they got manhandled by the Rams. So uh, I look for the Cowboys to be able to run the football today and, and win that game. But uh, I believe the Falcons hold a tiebreaker over both those teams. Uh, but I might be wrong. But either way, I mean, it's a lot of interesting football. It's going to be some great games this afternoon. And and uh, sure is fun watching this Garoppolo. Oh, just He looks fantastic. Right so, back into the red zone he, again. He looks so, amazing. So maybe he is the highest paid player. What the heck? I, I, but you know, I'll tell you what's a huge scenario that you got to look for is, look, the Lions lost right, to the Bengals. Well, I think that's going to be a coaching change there. And, and Bob Quinn's a, uh, uh, the general manager. Don't you know he's got to be going after Josh McDaniels? And, and uh, I, think, I think he's got to make a play for him. And I know he's going to have his choice of jobs out there. But 
That'll be an interesting one because I think the Lions lost more than just the game today. Well, obviously, both teams will be looking at a coaching change as they've already announced that Marvin Lewis is not coming back. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Bengals win 26-17. Bengals still have a spoiler uh, effect potentially Boy, that's a big on one. the playoffs. They yep. go to Baltimore next week. Baltimore wins it. They lock in the five seed, but that's not a done deal yet either. Uh, we're watching Garoppolo and the Niners lead 7 nothing. They've got a third and four. Uh, right now uh, inside at about the 10-yard line. So uh, we'll be looking at this play right now, see if they can take a 14-nothing uh, a lead. Looks like they'll at least have a 10-nothing lead early against Jacksonville. Uh, these Jaguars, by the way, if they do lose today, are probably, probably locked in to the three seed. Garoppolo throws incomplete on third down. So here comes a field goal try for the 49ers. Here's why the Jags are probably, if they lose today, locked into the three seed. Right now they're a game behind Pittsburgh, but they have the tiebreaker over the Steelers. What they would need if they lose today to catch Pittsburgh is for Pittsburgh to lose the remainder of their games. Seems unlikely. Right. Pittsburgh at Houston tomorrow uh, and then home against the Browns next week. So uh, even the idea of Pittsburgh losing either of those <laughs> is, right. is hard to Don't believe. Don't think that's going to happen. Well, so I wonder about this. And I wonder if you've ever experienced anything like this. Let's say the Jags do end up uh, losing today if Pittsburgh wins tomorrow. Jags are locked in as the three seed. They go to Tennessee next week. Tennessee needs the game. Jacksonville doesn't. How does that affect the game? Does Jacksonville play all their players? Do they try hard? How do you see that affecting that game? Well, I think I think it would definitely affect the game. I mean, you know, that's – First of all, Tennessee probably a team that they want to be in the playoffs, you know, so because they could beat them. But I, I would think if there's any question if Fournette's hurt or if those guys are injured, they're going to sit those guys. It'd be stupid to play them if they're banged up at all. Keep in mind this dynamic. As the three seed, the Jags would basically in that game be controlling or have control over who they play the yeah. very next week. That would be an interesting and scenario. Tennessee could be that team. Right. So if you're the Jags, um, as you just said, you feel like they can beat Tennessee. I personally feel like they would feel like they could beat Tennessee more than the Chargers. The Chargers went to Jacksonville this year. And should have beat them. They were running the them. clock out. They had lost. them. Yep, right. fumbled while they were running the clock well, out. Trust Jags. me, they'd rather play Tennessee. Right. So do you tank the game? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that, but I know I know one thing. Every player that's nicked and banged up, they're going to give them another week to heal if that was the case. Yeah, really interesting dynamic. Field goal good for the 49ers. It's a 10-0 start. They lead the Jags. Garoppolo. No, nobody really wants to go into playoffs on a, on a two-game losing streak. Well, though. here's the other dynamic. Even if you, you – no, they don't. But it has been done. Look, the Saints won a Super Bowl on a two-game losing streak. Even if you play your guys, though, there's also that thought of, well, look, the team we're playing, we're going to play next week. Right. So let's we got to go. And vanilla. they got to show their best We're stuff because they have to win the right. game. Right, you don't well, show you don't. yours. Right, yeah, you don't, absolutely. Don't you go vanilla in that absolutely. situation. Darn right, you would. Um, all right, and I love vanilla, but uh, but the Chargers probably <laughs> the Chargers probably don't like that idea. No, no. Um, all right, Garoppolo seven of ten, 113 yards, and we're not even ten minutes into the game. 49ers ten, Jags nothing. Cowboys are going to have the ball first, uh, and they don't do a whole lot with it. So it's three and out and punt. Uh, less than a minute into the game, we're going to see Russell Wilson and company here pretty quick with this game at Dallas. I got a feeling Seattle's going to win this game today. Um, I know they're coming off of uh, you know a real 
uh, doldrum two-week period. They right. lose at Jacksonville. They get embarrassed at home against the Rams. Uh, I know there's a lot of injuries. They're probably licking their wounds. For that reason, I like them today. This is too good of a football team to go out like this. Well, I mean, I agree. And Russell Wilson's such a great competitor. He'll get this offense rolling. But I just think they're going to have a hard time stopping Elliott and that Cowboy offense. By the way, Ezekiel Elliott did get a carry on that first set of downs, went for two yards. So Zeke is officially back. Uh, but the Cowboys only go those two yards, two incompletions from Dak Prescott. And the and Seahawks the quarterback get the ball. got hit. I mean, he took That's a right. shot, too. Seahawks will take over at their own 31 to start this uh, opening drive there in Dallas in a game uh, where both teams are playing for their playoff lives and the loser is going to be out. Uh, let's get the great David Gascon in here. Scoreboard update. Some other Christmas treats. Who knows? What's up, Dave? It's an absolute mess right now with the playoff standings as it stands right now. Carolina, though, pulling out a big win. Newton fumbles the ball, picks it up. Dives forward and scores a touchdown. The old fumble Ruski almost. He fumbled oh Ruski. Oh my goodness. Fumbled it to himself, picked it up, took it right up the middle, and scored. Yeah, Panthers Radio Network, so they win it 22-19. to And as it stands right now, Carolina, well, they don't have the three seed. They'd love to get there, but they need some help. The Rams right now are the three seed. They win the division after winning today and beating Tennessee. Saints are the four seed. They have an identical record with Carolina, but they do hold the tiebreaker. So those three teams, Rams, Saints, Panthers, all 11-4. and four. Atlanta lost at New Orleans today. They sit at 9-6. and six. That's how things shake out. Meanwhile, on the AFC side of things. Amendola motions to the right. Three wides there. Brady screens it left instead for Lewis. Deion hop step to the right. Pass to them. Wow. Accelerates past the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown. Patriots. Start the buses, boys. This one's over. Yeah, Patriots Radio Network. 37-16 <laughs> was the final over Buffalo. On the AFC side of things, Patriots are your one seed. They're 12-3. Pittsburgh at 11-3. New England, obviously, with the win last week, holds the tiebreaker. You have Jacksonville today. Obviously needs to continue to win. And as it stands right now, they're trailing 10-0 to San Francisco. It'd be interesting the 49ers win out. But 10-0 there. It's late in the first quarter. <laughs> Cardinals and Giants, there's no score yet. Ball game just underway. In Jerry's world, Seahawks and Cowboys, there's no score. And then later on tonight, you'll get Pittsburgh taking on the uh, Houston Texans. Oh, that's tomorrow. Excuse me. That's right. And you get that yeah, one, no, the you, Raiders. You, you just made my heart skip a beat there for a second. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I want to watch Le'Veon Bell. I thought that game was tomorrow. Yeah, yeah my, bad, my bad. Texans. <laughs> Steelers tomorrow, Raiders and Eagles as well. But, uh, yeah, lots of messes uh, going oh. on right now in the playoff standings. No doubt. Dave, thanks. Great yeah. stuff all day today. Uh, Love has an army. You can join the fight. Help the uh, Salvation Army fight for those in need all over our community this Christmas by going to foxsportsradio.com, clicking the red kettle icon to donate, or call one eight three three sal join By the way, uh, what is uh, what is the Rob Ryan household doing tomorrow? How, oh my this, God, we got the biggest. We got the biggest Christmas deal going. And, is Rex uh, coming over? Uh, no, he's not invited. <laughs> okay. and, uh, but we got all the all the Christians family and my okay. family. Uh, but all my kids are in. So uh, Santa Claus did not die. It was a rumor he died. Okay. No, Santa Claus has definitely hit the home already. Came a little early. Oh, he did. Yeah, he already it, came. Well. Not really, because okay. I know your kids are listening. The <laughs> Christmas Eve presents are there. Santa will deliver tomorrow the presents. Like, yeah, oh, Santa only delivers on Christmas. What do you mean? Only on Christmas Eve. Only Christmas Eve And that Eve is today, nighttime. but not till after the right. sun goes the down. has got to be asleep. Right, right. right. Like, yeah, he's yeah. probably in Asia So that's what's going right on. And we got, I mean, my goodness, we got more decorations than anybody <laughs> in, in Southern California anyway. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, well, we don't get the uh, we don't get the natural decorations. There's no snow, so we have to work very hard right. on that around here. Jags have moved the ball into 49er territory, second and eight at the 39 yard line of San Francisco. Fournette's going to get a carry that'll lose a yard. Third and long coming up. Niners lead that one ten to nothing. Uh, Seahawks uh, have the ball right now into Cowboy territory, but not by much. Second and long coming up. Uh, just around midfield for Seattle on their opening drive. Scoreless in Dallas. Giants and Cardinals underway today in the Let's Find a Quarterback Bowl, and uh, that one is scoreless about three minutes in as well. Boy, everything for the Cardinals just went wrong from the jump this year. Uh, from David Johnson getting injured, I think that was week two. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, week it, one, it just, I think was. it was. week one yeah. maybe even? And it just, it just never came together. But that's an interesting squad to look at next year. Him and the Giants. Same yeah. thing happened to them. I mean, they lose their coach. They lose Odell Beckham. They lost their defense. Went from number two in the league to terrible. I mean, a lot of, a lot of interesting things. Yeah, out. well, and rumors of Bruce Arians maybe wanting to move on, but I, I wonder if the Cardinals are like Denver in that that might be a spot instead of let's go find Darnold or Rosen or Josh Allen or something like that. Uh, maybe they look for a veteran because they, they got a lot of pieces on that team if you get in a, a new quarterback, if Carson Palmer is indeed done, get David Johnson back. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting team next I year. I could see them doing both. I think getting a veteran and getting one of the later, later first-round yes. picks uh, for Arizona. But it'd be interesting because, look, as good of a coach as Arians is, be hard to walk away if he actually did bring an Eli Manning or a successful quarterback to him. Uh, I think he'd want to coach again and, and then develop – you know, one of those young quarterbacks that they draft. Can't wait for the offseason this year when it comes to this quarterback position. There are so many questions. Big-time players coming out in the draft, high-profile free agents, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Manning may move on, don't know what's happening with Alex Smith, and so many teams who are going to be interested in all of these guys. Yeah, and and the running backs too. That I mean, too. you know, got some great running backs. So a lot of offensive talent getting in, ready to join the league next year, and uh, you know, young guys. But yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, definitely how it's going to shake out, and and uh, you know, they're so so important. You know, when to do a great job with free agents as well as also drafting. We talk about how nobody likes to draft running backs early. Remember two, three years ago, it was like, oh, the running back position has now been devalued. No one wants to pay for it. And the days of a bell cow back are kind of over. Hold on a second. Look what's just happened. Here comes Leonard Fournette into the league. Here comes Kareem Hunt into the league. Here come guys who have been like the focal point of their offense, like an Alvin Kamara and a Christian McCaffrey. Let's not forget what Dalvin Cook was doing before he got hurt. And then think about next year from a Saquon Barkley to a Rashad Penny and a Darius Geis and a Royce Freeman and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it just on and on. And so those two positions over the next two to three years, you're right. I mean, I think offensive football is uh, is very healthy. Let's say it that way. Oh, there's no question. And, And remember, the Rams did a shrewd move by picking an injured Todd Gurley, you know, first, which is a great pick by, uh, by Snead and Jeff Fisher, no question. All right, so Cowboys and Seahawks remain scoreless. Same for the Giants and Arizona. The Giants will take over for their opening drive uh, deep in their own territory at their own 13. And the 49ers are coming back out onto the field on offense as well, already leading Jacksonville 10 to nothing uh, in this game, and we're not even out of the first quarter. This is kind of an interesting little situation for the Jags. 
I do feel like as soon as they became, and I think it was that win over Seattle that for a lot of people went, oh, okay, you can beat good teams. You've now beaten Pittsburgh this right. year. You've beaten Seattle. And uh, you may not be stunning on offense, but, man, your defense is young and established. And so maybe you make some news in January. Uh, but I, I still think there's something about them that I'm having a hard time believing yet. Uh, you look at them right here on the road, uh, and not that the 49ers are great. They're certainly okay. They're decent now with Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, he's he's making that defense not look all that great. At least I know it's early, but he's moving the ball right down the field on them. Right. No, they really are. And, and look, this is the best defense there is in the league. So, uh, you know, I th- uh, you got to take your hat off to these Niners. They're coming, they're coming off that bus ready to roll. All right. Let's, uh, let's go live to Ted Ginn, who joins us now on Fox Sports Radio. Ted, congratulations on another win. And, hey, would you take us through that play at the end of the first half where you got the touchdown today? I, I mean, I'm sure you're thinking, uh, you know, the Falcons are playing a defense of don't let anyone over the top, but you went right by everybody. Take us through that play. Well, you know, it's something that we had seen on film. It was something that we had uh, went through throughout the week, and uh, we just tried to make sure that we catch them in that defense, in, in which we did. Um, you know, I give uh, tremendous credit to Marshawn Letterman for coming up with the turnover for us to be able to get that big play. Yeah, that's a great point. This is Rob Ryan. Uh, Ted, uh, congratulations, man. You've been – dominating this NFC South for a while now, including when I was there. But uh, <laughs> what a big play guy you are. And uh, being a, a fellow coach's son, uh, you know, it, it's awesome to see. Was your dad able to watch you uh, play uh, today in New Orleans? Are you going to have Christmas there with the family in New Orleans? Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, my, my pops is down. Uh, he got in last night, uh, you know, uh, with him being from New Orleans, uh, um, born and raised down here, you know, uh, it's always a blessing for him to be able to come back and see his family and friends. And uh, with me being able to play, play on the green, you know, it's just making it even much better. Well, that's awesome. I thought you were from uh, you were in Cleveland, no? Yeah, I'm from Cleveland, but he's okay. from, he's born and raised. Oh, that's great. Okay. No wonder I like you, know? you guys so much. <laughs> Ted Ginn, great game for the Saints today. They win 23-13. Ginn goes four catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. I don't know. Hey, Ted, I'm, I'm wondering about this. You know, I'm always interested in athletes who are very successful who then have to kind of adjust their approach. This Saints offense for so many years was based on Drew Brees and his receivers running around all over the place. And now it's kind of, uh, you know, now it's about Ingram and Kamara probably before anything else. What kind of an adjustment has that been for all of you offensive players? I don't think it's no big adjustment, man. I think you just go with the flow. Uh, for many years, it's been a passing offense. And it's been like that around the world. It's been like that around the nation, you know. But we to put the run game together. It seems like it's taken away from the passing game, but it's really just making the passing game that much better, you know. And uh, we're just going on. We just continue just to you know, dominate on that run game so we can get the big plays like today with me. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a truth, Ted. I mean, shoot, with, with Sean Payton, Pete Carmichael, uh, you were doing – you guys were so explosive in Carolina when you were there. But when they came and sought you out for this office, you must have been tickled to, to uh, Pink to get, get a chance to go out and join Drew Brees and, and all those guys. And, and really, those, those offensive coaches – are two of the best in football. Uh, that must be really exciting for you when you chose uh, New Orleans. Oh yeah, it, it was a great, it was a great opportunity for me, man. Uh, you know, being on the other side, like you say, watching them guys, uh, 
you know, kind of understanding them guys a little bit, even playing against different teams and watching them guys when you start plays from them. You know, I mean, it's a copycat league anyway. But, um, you know, um, it's just it's just been a blessing that they came in and they had open arms and they've been using me the way they've been using me. And me being able to stay healthy and being able to uh, be a player that they want. Ted, uh, congrats again. We appreciate you jumping on with us, and good luck the rest of the way. All right. Okay, Ted Ginn, Saints receiver, they beat the Falcons 23-13. They're going to the playoffs, and if they win next week, they are the winners of the NFC South. Speaking of that NFC South, huge win for the Panthers in come-from-behind fashion today. Rondé Barber joins us coming up next. Talk a little bit more about that game on Red Zone Radio. Unless you're in L.A. All right, Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, happy holidays. Glad you're with us. And uh, before we close everything out here, I just want to say, uh, first, Coach Ryan, what a, and we're not done yet by any stretch, uh, but happy holidays to oh, you, and this holidays. has been an absolute blast this year getting oh, to do man. this with you. A lot of fun, a, a total blast, and uh, you got to love it. Christmas coming. I, I know your, your family's excited, and oh, Jack, man. mine is too. Wow, what yeah. a great time of year. Football, can't get any better. No, no, this is this is the deal, and everybody who's out and about running those errands today uh, is all good. You're going to get it all done. We uh, we thank you for hanging with us. Um, and uh, down the stretch we come on this slate of games here, week 16. And uh, we also get to visit a little bit with Rondé Barber, who was a part of the broadcast team with Panthers and Bucks earlier today on Fox. Rondé, happy holidays to you. Uh, we, yeah. we, yeah, really appreciate you coming on. And I, you know, listen, I hate to start with this subject rather than the Panthers and a big win. What the heck was going on there at the end of the game with Jameis Winston? Oh, he was fired up. Now he's an emotional guy. As you guys well know, he just watch hard knocks or watch any kind of interview with him. He wears it on his sleeve. And I think he thought he got possession of the, the last sack fumble of the game. And he was fired up with the officials and he carried it over to the sideline. And guys on the on the Buck sideline just trying to keep him off the field. Um, you know, it was a hard fought game. He played well. He played his butt off for second week in a row. Um, looked like the quarterback everybody expects of him, and it just wasn't enough. And it just you could see that it was boiling over. It's just fourth loss in a row by less than you know three points or less, and it's just you know, I think it just hit ahead for him emotionally. But it was a good game, hard fought game. Carolina came back and you know after looking listless really for most of the game. Came got a last second touchdown by Cam Newton to secure their playoff berth. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is Rob Ryan here, Ronde. That uh, yep. I mean, how about this? This I, when I first saw this, this Peyton Barber, I'm like, no way. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Not related. I'm like, Good God, man! But uh, uh, yeah, your that's family, funny. your family's pretty blessed. But uh, this kid here hit a big run. Uh, really, Tampa. Yep. Has, you know they're fighting for this quarterback. Winston is such a competitor, like you said. And yep. look, there's so much stuff going on out there. Uh, you know, with him and the head coach and all this stuff. Man, you hope that's not true because this guy here could be special. But you know, it just unfortunate situation at the end of the game there. But you gotta. I mean, really, the Bucks outplayed these guys all day, and that Absolutely. defense, which has been so poor all year, they played their hearts out too. Absolutely, they did. This Carolina offense is all about running the football with Jonathan Stewart and Christian McCaffrey and obviously Cam. You know, they've thrown that caution to the wind that they need to protect Cam. They, they let him run. <laughs> you know, the leads, the powers, you know, he scrambles out of the pocket. He was their offense today, rushing and throwing, obviously, on that last drive. But, yeah, you got to give credit where it's due. I mean, 
this Bucks defense was down three or four guys. Uh, Gerald McCoy fought it out and played with his bicep. Levante David came back and played. They gave him a fight. Um, you know, they hit him in the mouth and gave him a chance to win. Now, you know, the, the, the real credit, though, for the victory here at Carolina goes to their defense. Tampa moved up and down the field really at will. If you look at the stats, if you look at just some of the big plays that Tampa got, they should have won the football game. But they got in the red zone six times and only converted once, Coach, and you know what that's like. Yep. Field goals don't Can't win do on it. the road, especially yep. against a team that's desperate to get to the playoff. Uh, Rondé Barber joining us. Bucks Panthers. Panthers uh, get a touchdown with 30 seconds to go from Cam Newton, win the game, and they clinch the playoff spot. Now that said, Rondé, you know, obviously you're going to have to play real well to come out of the NFC this year. There are so yep. many good teams. Uh, so they're in, uh, but what kind of threat are they in January, do you think? That's, that, that's the question, and it's one we didn't really get to answer on air, but if they play the way they play today on offense, I don't know how far they go. I mean, their defense is what it is. They were missing Thomas Davis today, of course. He's serving that suspension from the hit on Adams last week. And you think that they have enough players, but they gave up five explosive plays in the passing game and then one in the running game to Peyton Barber, as you mentioned. Um, they got to be better than that. And their offense, just, it hasn't been on track. This is probably Cam's worst season, I think, and you guys can look it up statistically, throwing the football. You know, they're moving the ball with him on the ground. Uh, with the read option and getting the ball into McCaffrey's hands. But I, I, I don't know. They haven't put up enough points. They're do, really doing just enough to win. I don't know if you can call that playing to your competition or what. But either way, they're in the playoffs. they got 11 wins on the season. So anybody can be a threat if they get hot at the right time. Hey, uh, Rondé, Merry Christmas. We really appreciate having you. Great job. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good holiday. All right, you just say. All right, so the Panthers win 22 to 19, and they are playoff bound. Still have a shot at the division if the Saints stumble next week. We'll see in week 17. Meantime, let's pass this along. And this is the question everyone's been asking as the 49ers pick off Blake Portals and take it to the house for six and now suddenly lead this game 16 to nothing. Jimmy Garoppolo is great. I think we all get that. How the hell has he made all the 16 other? 16 to 2 now. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> They're going to block the extra point and take it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be 16 to 2. Uh, so Jacksonville's on the board. Okay. But that said, what Garoppolo seems to have like sprinkled magic dust on all the other players, too. Makes them all better. And their defense is playing better. Hey, that goes with the job. He's been around Tom Brady the whole time. Everybody feels good. But, uh, it is amazing how one guy at that position, the quarterback position, can change an entire team. And that's where you had mentioned those two young guys that, uh, you know, talked about college, not want to go to Cleveland. No, no. One of you need to go to Cleveland and do the same thing. Go fix that thing. I mean, yep. it is amazing. This was a 1-10 and football team. Yeah. And here he comes. They're 3-0 and with him. And they might be 4-0 against one of the best teams in the AFC. Coach, great stuff. Right, hey, happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Take care, everybody, over there at the Ryan House tomorrow. All right. Uh, great stuff. Week 16 action in the National Football League continues next on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.